0: Action. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of Your Average Critics, joined once again by Chris
1: and Obi. It's the first time we've all been together in a few weeks, how are you guys? Tired. Same.
0: Tired, okay. <laughs> Why? Work? Or
1: just life? Life, mate. Yeah, life's getting us <laughs> down, mate. Life's
2: getting us down. I was saying someone the other day, I feel like a consequence of adult life just being tired all the time.
0: I don't yeah, really. I, saw, I saw one of those funny kind of you know, relatable things on Twitter. It was like, you spent your whole childhood wanting to stay up later, and then yeah. as soon as you become an adult, you just want to go to bed earlier. Literally. That, that pretty much sums up my life.
2: Same.
0: Yeah. But, um, so, <laughs> the big film that we'll talk about today is Captain Marvel. Um, but before that, we've got some film news. So, have we all seen the Game of Thrones
1: trailer? Yes. Uh... No. You haven't, okay. No, but you, you go ahead, talk about it as much as you want. There's not, like, too much that it reveals. It's basically just, like, Arya running away from something or yeah, someone. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I have seen know, it. Tell you about it. yeah, I have seen it, yeah. Uh, she sees Dragon for the first time, and then there's lots of two shots of
2: Daenerys and Jon. So, you know, what did we get out of that, if anything? I want not know who
1: Arya's running from. I think, who do you think she's running from? I think it's a hoax. I don't think she's running from anything. Running, running, for her in it from her inner demons, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you? Imagine? I reckon. I reckon that guy who taught her what she does is still alive and he's after her. What, oh, Serio? Yeah, no, Maybe. I'm, I'm not messing. I'm messing. Oh, I don't good. know. But
2: I reckon, well, the Night King.
1: Yeah, I think,
2: I think it's a White Walker. A White Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you've never seen one before, innit? True, it's probably. Yeah, so it scary. makes sense that her reaction would be mm. like that. To something, cause she's like an assassin, so I can't imagine money things would scare her, innit? Yeah, true. I or think... maybe it's Ned Stark back from the dead. alright oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> that'd be sick. I'm being there was so much Ned, Ned Stark slander going on in my Twitter timeline. I'm getting so pissed off. I <laughs> Did you block all of them. I need to. Honestly, it's getting on my nerves. You so can't much... be accepting this Ned slander in your life. So
1: timeline. much disrespect, man. Oh man, I People forget, forget. People forget because it's been so long since he was alive. Honestly, I can't remember if it was episode like between one and six, one of them, we're talking about Game of Thrones quite a bit and Ned Stark is like part of the conversation. It's, it's a good part of the <laughs> conversation. it's probably said one. <laughs> I mean, it's like, we're talking about Ned Stark and like how, spoiler alert, that's what we used to do all the time as well, yeah. spoiler alert. It's like, it's stuck, It's ingrained in my head now. Um, that, uh, Obviously Ned Stark dies, and we're like gutted that he's dead. And then the thing is as well, like how we would want to watch a um, prequel series, but you were gutted that it wasn't the actual yeah, Ned Stark; it was yeah. someone else going to play Some, the. Not, or, or, sorry, not the prequel series, the 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 flashback. The flashbacks, flashbacks, yeah.
2: Yeah. Some budget Ned Stark. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so I mean, did, did, it, did it, apart from build our anticipation of it? Did the trailer reveal anything? Like anything interesting or, you know, did it basically just confirm what we thought we knew that like John and Daenerys are gonna be important together in it. Um Yeah. It, didn't, not really, much yeah, away, is it? it didn't
2: really give anything away, I don't think. Um But that's that's probably good. That's good, yeah. Cersei's looking mischievous as always. Yeah. I'm wondering what she's up to. It is actually it's like Jamie's joined up with everybody else to fight the uh the White Walkers was still alive her, um, her kind of oh, yeah. grandmaster that, the, what's his face is he the hand of the queen now I guess oh uh, yeah he probably is to be yeah. interesting but yeah I need to do my yeah, Game of Thrones rewatch I'm ready I'm, I am need to get through what, 63 episodes or something like that fucking hell 63 hours oh, God, you have got that long um, although I heard that
0: uh, I think one, episode 4 or 5 is going to be like the battle of
1: Winterfell Winterfell, mm. and it comes out the same weekend as Endgame. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> They're tying this awfully, haven't they? Well, as long as it doesn't come out the day, it's fine because everyone's gonna go and see Endgame ASAP. I reckon. Well, Endgame comes uh, out on Sunday. I reckon more people watch Game uh, of Thrones. Uh, I, yeah. so. no, I don't think
2: so. I don't know. Nah, definitely it's, more people watch superhero films. Nah, no, what do you think is more popular, Avengers or Game of Thrones?
1: I think Avengers. Avengers. Do you reckon Yeah. Because children can't watch Game of Thrones. That'd be a good point. Mm. I think so there's a lot of this, yeah. the scope for Avengers I mm-hmm. think. I know a lot of people haven't dedicated their time to uh, Game of Thrones because it's so like there's so so much to watch now to catch up with. But, let mm, know. But, you know, I'm very excited
0: for it. Um and yeah, we'll have to we we'll all have to watch the episode. Like, you know, we'll be a
2: week in loose, so we'll have we won't have an excuse. I'll send them one to you, mate. You're, you're the one who's normally behind on these sorts of things. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, that's very true.
0: And also, my, my signal for Now TV in my house is shocking. Your so signal for Now TV? Yeah, it connects to the internet. Oh, it's the internet. Yeah. So i probably oh, have to watch it pixelated.
1: God. Oh, God. <laughs> or I can't think of anything worse. Tell you what you could do. You could <laughs> move back this way. <laughs> it was still terrible in my... When I was at my house. Well, it's obviously you, mate. Not the in that signal.
2: The thing I saw, I saw people saying like, um, "Oh yeah, I'd go to the cinema to watch Game of Thrones and stuff like mm. that." I was, like, I would never, ever, 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 ever go to the cinema to watch an episode of Game of Thrones. I need complete and utter silence watching Game of oh, Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I've got anybody like rustling. Yeah, or... no distractions or people go cheering and shit. Nah, no thanks. Oh. No, it's like that.
1: oh bear wants some popcorn. Just about that. <laughs>
2: Sorry, quickly, I just want to ask you a question. I don't know if you guys remember it, but um, which battle do you think is better from Bad Game Friends? The Battle of Blackwater or the Battle of the Bastards? Battle of
1: Blackwater. Which one's Battle of the That's
2: Season Black, two with the wildfire. Season two when um, the wildfire. Tyrion's defending. And he gets his Tyrion almost gets. I his think space that one's. Off.
1: I think that one's technically better. Do you think? But I, I'm more prominent in my mind is mm. the Battle of the Bars. Nah, see the Battle of Bar- the Bastards. That was is one of my favourite episodes. Is it? It yeah. just uh, is that the one where Jon Snow's like drowning yeah. in men. Yeah. Mm, nah. F- mm. I don't
0: know. I like the the different you know the land and the sea element of the Battle
1: of Blackwater. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, and the fact that that's when the Hound kind of realises he's like, fuck this shit. Um, that was when Tyrion funny. was at his best as well, like mm. as a character, That's like when he was like, yes, mm. love this guy. And this <laughs> he
2: slapped off around the face. Yeah, so, that was yeah. Like... Oh, that's a tricky
1: one, that's a good question, I like
2: that. S- speaking of episode actually, there was a point in that scene where Cersei thought it was all going to be over so she was going to kill um, Tommen and um, Mar- Marcella. Marcella, she was going to give him wine to, to drink and then obviously it was poisoned. Um, yeah. And then there was a point in the trailer where she was drinking wine and she was just like, smirking I was thinking maybe she's gonna kill herself before the White Walkers come. That'd be interesting. That'd, <laughs> be, that'd be
1: nice. would yeah. <laughs> be fitting my fucking face. Do you know um, George R.R. R. Martin still gets hate mail because of the Red Wedding? Not surprised. Like, bad people are pissed about that. I'm I mean, gonna start sending him hate mail if he doesn't finish these fucking books. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he doing. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how, many, mean, how
2: many more is it supposed to be? Two. Oh, wow. He's oh, still cancer. Eight years He's got cancer. Plan. He had cancer, didn't he? Right? No. no. I don't think so oh nevermind might, might made that I mean severely overweight but I thought that was why he stopped he didn't finger uh, him because he had
0: cancer no <laughs> I'm not aware of that if he is then if he did then not fair play but I'll it, if not then I might be, I might be fucking fingering
2: I might be lying completely Um, but as one you know epic series comes to an end
1: as is another the founding member of the Arrowverse Arrow itself but it still be called <laughs> the Arrowverse that's a good question hey, would it still be called the Arrowverse? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know why it's called the Arrowverse in the first place. Because yeah. Arrow started it, it, isn't it? Be
0: like, is there not a name for all of these heroes when they team
1: up? The Justice League. Oh. Fair enough. But <laughs> um, like even, they, they, like, even in... in like um, even the in Flashverse y- or something. Huh?
0: The Flashverse or maybe just the Multiverse, I don't know. Maybe.
1: But, I mean, you guys watch it. Well, I don't so uh, do uh, I'm not up to date in the I slightest
2: think, I think it'll still be called The Arrow yeah, I think i still called The Arrowverse
1: just out of like habit because it's
2: been that's been the name for what the past six years
1: yeah and do you think they'll kill him off or do you think they'll just end it where he's like um, just he's still the Arrow but we're just not having episodes I don't think he ends the series as the Arrow no um, there do you is, think they'll
2: pass the mantle on to someone else maybe but they're in this current season they're doing flash forwards and he doesn't seem to be around
1: is this where the, sh- the girl from Shadowhunters is in it as well? I don't know who that girl is. I'm not oh, a okay. <laughs> Gingerbird. <laughs> nah, okay. I do um, but,
2: but this is the news then that Arrow will come to
0: finish after Series 8. A shortened Series 8, I believe.
2: Yeah, 10 episodes, of think. Um, which okay. I'm happy about. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Is, do you reckon like, Arrow just won't feature in this kind of That's TV what I was ask. anymore? Was- or do you reckon he will just pop up in
2: the con, con- crossovers? I think he's, I think after this he's probably finished. And to be honest, after this I don't. I'm. I don't think any of the shows will last that much longer anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, Flash <laughs> be must, be, must be running its course. Flash
2: is on season five. I reckon. I, I reckon that'll go probably about eight. Mm. Like Superguard don't give much longer. Legend of World don't give much longer either. So Black Lightning, long. Black Lightning, I don't really know. So yeah, I can't see it being like. I can't see him. Pop, I think when he when he's done, him himself, Stephen Amell. I think when he's done, he's done.
1: Yeah. Thing is, is Black Lightning as well that series like season one was actually so sick and I'm not dismissing season two because actually I'm enjoying season two but I feel like stuff that usually gets really really like elongated in a series like i.e. a new character coming into the fold Mm. they're kind of doing it quite fast like his first daughter's just straight into the team his second daughter I don't know how far in you, you are to the new season Um, one episode beyond I think I'm one episode behind as well like the the daughter's like now the other daughter's now using her powers a bit but like I don't think she's on the team or anything so like by the end of this season I assume they'll all be using their powers quite a lot Mm. so I'm like where do they go from here kind of thing but yeah 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 well
0: you know are you going to be sad to see it go or is it kind of come to the end
2: I think it's time it to, for, for it to for it finish. If they'd said to me that this that season seven would have been the last season, I would have been like, yeah, fair enough. Um, I think the fact that um, this crossover this year set up a crossover for next year, which is Crisis on Infinite Earth, I think that was their cue to be like, okay, we can end it here because mm-hmm. I think those ten episodes that they're gonna do season eight. I think I feel like the finale might be the 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 uh,
1: crossover.
2: crossover. Yeah. That okay. If so yeah. I think that would be a good place for them to end it because like. I've been enjoying the past uh, how many years it's been on. I've been enjoying it but um, I can see they're stretching a bit thin with like storylines and stuff so I feel like mm-hmm. it's a good time for them to be like yeah let's just uh, cut it either sad and happy then I don't really care. But, and yeah. where do you
0: feel like Arrow will kind of fit into DC in the future? Do you think they'll kind of leave that character be in film and TV for a bit or do you expect him to sort of get a, a DC
2: film quite soon? No, I don't, I don't think he'll ever get a film. No he won't get a film. Um, uh, he I might
1: think, be a side character in a film at some point, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I think um sorry. I think um for TV, I think he I think they should they'll I think they'll leave it alone, to be honest. I um, mean he was he was quite prominent in the last few seasons of Smallville. Mm. Um and then and then what how many years after did Arrow start? I don't know, five. So possibly. And the
2: be to most if they brought in any other any other Arrow who's not Steven around I'll just be like I think like most people be like, well,
3: like
2: what the hell yeah. <laughs> like, where's Stephen Amell I feel side? like there's
1: no point either yeah, there's no point you to just it. Just,
2: you should kite and then just leave it yeah. like, leave it alone and Flash
1: has got to come to an end soon I think so I think they're running out of first of all the only enemy the only hard enemy he's really got are like speedsters and there's. I think they've run out of them pretty much they've only got one more I can think of and that's Godspeed so there was another one
2: actually they name dropped the other day I can't remember what the fuck it was called Rent-Thompson. No, I don't know.
0: But uh, sticking with DC, there was a bit of uh, casting news with regards to Suicide Squad 2. So Will Smith has left his role as Deadshot mm. and supposedly Idris Elba is being lined up as his replacement.
1: Mm. Um, personally, I think someone like Idris Elba should just stay away from that. Why? Like, because... I don't think Suicide Squad Two
3: will be very good, and I don't know if it's going to be like to the detriment of his or anyone's acting career that's involved with that film. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think yeah. he's
2: a better cast than Will Smith personally. Not that you think, I think, you think I, was, what, sorry? I think I feel like I prefer I prefer the casting. So, like if they were doing if they were doing a, a Suicide Squad One, I would prefer they cast Idris Elba than Will Smith personally. I just think Will Smith's way too big for this franchise. Um, to play a side yeah, to play a side I character um, I think it just um, fits the role a bit better and it's obviously I prefer continuity but it's going to annoy me that um, he's going to be playing uh, Deadshot well, no, they, could, they, they could just make him a different character in, in the Suicide Squad I feel but you know it's like yeah. Terrence Howard in uh, Thingy Majiggy all over again what's his face Don Cheadle all over again <laughs>
1: oh man but they haven't Confirmed,
0: like any of the returning characters, as far as I'm aware. So you know, you know, it might not be Margot Robbie
1: or I Jill think. Mar- Courtney. Mar-
2: Mar- I was gonna Robbie's say, I feel, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Margot Robbie's too big for this franchise as well, actually. And I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, "No, nah, I can't bother to do another one." I've
1: like, got yeah, a fe- especially because she, she's getting her own film. I've got a feeling she signed a contract with a few films because she's gonna do uh, Sirens and Birds of yeah. Prey in it. So yeah.
2: um, I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't appear in another Suicide Squad. to be honest. And if, if to be honest as well, it's this is probably James Gunn's opportunity to just get new
0: characters, yeah. like kind of a soft reboot sort of thing. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be called Suicide Squad Two, is it?
1: I've got a clue. I ain't got a clue.
0: I did. I don't know if it was like a fan thing, but I saw it was like the Suicide Squad or something. Yeah. Like you know, if they kind of, kind of, I don't know. I just don't expect it to be a, a direct sequel because mm. DC are moving away from kind of this whole world building thing now yeah. you know you've got individual Batman individual Joker you've got like you said Gotham City Sirens and the Harley the, uh, Harley Quinn one so they might as well just make a Suicide Squad film with different characters and it's it's his own thing do
1: you, like, think, Violet, do you think Violet Davis will be back no no <laughs> you don't think so
2: no no I'd be, I'd be surprised I'd be very surprised
1: because yeah, they got an all star cast for that didn't they
2: they yeah, really did. They really did. But, it just hasn't worked for them, which is, you know. Yeah, I just think uh, I feel tried. like you could do. I feel like you could do more with less. I feel like yeah. James Gunn could do more with less, like maybe a few smaller actors, and then I don't know. Because obviously, the thing is with um, Suicide Squad, they did try really hard to kind of build it around their two most well-known actors, Margot Robbie and Will Smith. I don't know if that was to the detriment of the film, because I thought they were quite good in it, but obviously it might have made the film a little bit unbalanced. So I don't know, maybe if you get in actors who are more similar similar level to each other, it might make the film a bit more tight, like, team-wise. I don't know. I liked Margot Robbie.
0: I was less keen on Will Smith as Deadshot because, yeah. you know, he sort of became the hero of the piece. Mm. And I was just like, just remain a villain. But if you had someone, like, less well-known or... You know, with less star power, they probably could have kept him a bit more villainous.
2: Mm. Um, whereas Will Smith's probably like, no, I no, don't really want to be a villain. That's fair. I did um, hear... I did, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I, was, I did hear that um, Will Smith, rather than him saying he didn't want to be in it, apparently it was uh, due to scheduling issues that he yeah. decided not to, be, not to be in it. So he, obviously he's filming something else, I don't know what, but... He's been cast as Venus
0: and Serena Williams' father. Oh, yeah. yeah. In a oh,
2: biopic. Really? But um, that, been, people uh,
0: aren't happy about that either. Ah. Colorism.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not. I'm not surprised to be honest. Like, I mean, but that's one of those films where they want to get high, like big cast. because p- it's because it's, it's not really... a film that pe- I don't think it's a film that right, it's going to engage too many people. I guess. It's like um. What was the film we watched? Um... One with Emma Stone. No, because I never watched that one. But um, that one as well that had Emma Stone and Steve Carell. I mean, one with um. Child. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean. I yeah. like that film. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dismissing that film in any way, shape or form, but yeah. like... How about The Sexes as well? Was it called about ba- The Sexes? Yeah, issue. I like that film too. But like,
2: I, I'm actually curious. I would like to know what um, uh, Venus, Venus and Serena Williams' dad thinks of it. Because you could be like, he could be like, oh my God, like Will Smith's playing me sort of yeah. thing, like, and be really happy. But he could be like, this dude looks nothing like me. Like, yeah. He's light-skinned, I'm dark-skinned sort of thing. So I don't know. I'd like to know what he, think, what he thinks of it. Like, he's serious. Because I imagine, maybe he would have had some... Input. I- input in the casting maybe. I
1: don't know mm, it's a tricky one maybe yeah maybe it's like a star power thing like you know yeah
2: yeah I'm um, but uh, still with is this DC actually I think this is Marvel Jared Leto is Morbius the Vampire that's Sony right
1: yeah, but yeah. I don't know yeah I think that's Marvel oh okay so what, what's what's the news on this I think they've just started filming on it or they've just finished filming someone else got cast in that I swear but he he's what he's the main he? he's the main guy and it he is Morbius. Uh I think they must have just started because they did a he did a photo but you couldn't see his face. I just thought I'd chuck it in there. I just thought it was an interesting one. Like is that one that anyone really gives a damn about to watch?
0: No. Not really. If it's not gonna be a part of the MCU then no, because if this is gonna be a part of their venom verse or whatever,
3: like fuck off. It's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's all we need to sell it. Really, that's what I think. <laughs> is, well, this is probably a good opportunity to say that I uh, I rewatched Spider
0: Man yesterday, like the
1: Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. <gasps> elite oh, film.
2: There's a wait, di- wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Elite film. mate. I agree. Like, Thank you. I thought what I'll number one?
1: It. Oh, yeah. yeah, number yes. one was sick. A great like, it's, it's corny as hell, right? Like especially the beginning bit when he's at school, but
2: once he gets the proper suit, and that suit, by the way. Is so much better than Tom Holland's Hundred percent.
0: Like, 100%. I was just yeah. I think the costumes so crap. Like, again, the graphics are a bit like obviously outdated. Yeah. But you
2: know, Kirsten dances Mary Jane. Mm. You got Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Yeah, that was James Franco's sick. That,
1: was yeah, they got they did a sick job with the casting on he, that.
2: He's the best Peter Parker for me. Yeah,
1: there's a Kickstarter campaign to make a Spider-Man four with Tobey Maguire. Oh you know. He's like forty five or I know oh, that was sick, man. mate, that was sick if <laughs> he'd he come out of the woodwork and they did the number four. He's way too old. They should just do it, you know. I think bare people would go and that see it. Funny. Bare people. But yeah, I mean that was such a good film and sort yeah, of no. again gave me
0: nostalgia, uh, with regards to, you know, just Sony kind of boom, do your so, your Spider Man thing. Um, if there was no contrivance to try and fit it within any wider universe. Yeah. Um and I think, if anything, like that's what DC should do: is focus each of their properties and say, like, you know, like Batman. Okay, there's so many villains associated with Batman. Just do Batman kind of Gotham, mm. you know, got- stories. Yeah. And then Superman could be something else. Suicide Squad something else. You know, just keep them separate because their attempt at a multi-universe
1: did not. I think well. what they've got to do is, if they're going to do. If they're going to reboot stuff and do them individually, what they should do is they should do the individual films, have a few little tidbits about like um, Justice League or stuff like that. So if they ever want to mash them together when they're doing well, they can. But I think yeah. they need to set they need they need to set better groundwork, and they just haven't done it. I think they got so hyped up with the fact that Man of Steel actually I think it did really well in the box office, even though it was quite crap. And then Wonder Woman did really well in the box office, and every, and it's probably the next one's going to do probably quite well as well. And Aquaman's done really well, mm. hasn't it? Um, and they're thinking they're doing a trench film, aren't they? Yeah, that's but he's not going to feature in it. No, but they're like expanding that side of the. I don't know if that's necessary. Necessary, but you said it was quite a good aspect of it, didn't you? I
2: liked it, but I don't know if you could do a whole film on the trench, just the trench bit. Mm. Like, a whole hour and a half or yeah.
0: two hours on, on the trench. The trench, yeah. But if bit. anything, like, DC should... If they want to continue doing, like, integrated universes, this after Endgame is probably the best opportunity because Marvel themselves have probably got to think, shit, you know, how many set-up films do we need before we do another crossover? Like, mm. oh, do we even expect there to be, like, Avengers 5?
1: Or yeah, there. Be... You know, you know they have had since like day one. They've known about what the end, what end going to be about. Yeah, but then after end game, like, what do you expect? What? F- I mean, the future to look like? Is it going to be individual films? You know, four or five individual films, and then a crossover again? Or, or... I believe the... so. I believe at the end of each yeah. phase, it's going to be it's going to be another movie. Avengers film. Yeah. Okay, well, do we know what's? happening, do you want to talk about Captain Marvel and then the future or do you want to talk about the future and then Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel first I think. Okay yeah, that's cool, fine, so is any, any more film news or anything before we jump into... You want Captain to talk Marvel? about Detective Pikachu's trailer?
0: Oh yeah, oh my god, so I saw Captain Marvel this morning and there was a trailer for Detective
1: Pikachu which on paper sounds ridiculous. It actually um, looks quite good though. Ryan Reynolds... Have oh, you not seen the trailer Pikachu for Pikachu in the
0: the quote-unquote real world to
1: try and... Can he not
2: hear us? ...his he owner. Glenn, um, Glenn. Hey? Have you seen the trailer before? I've seen a different one, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I thought it was the first time you have seen it, but yeah, sorry, go on. No, it's the first time I've seen this particular version of the trailer, oh, okay. which, to me, in, which from memory,
3: compared to the last one, this one includes a lot more Pokemon. Mm. Um,
1: from all, all generations as, as well. So, like...
0: You know, you're seeing Bulbasaurs and Mr. Mimes. And when I saw Mewtwo, May almost screamed. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I just think the fact that I'm going to sit there and basically be like looking out for all the different types of Pokemon and, you know, as I have it to Pokemon Go play on myself, I think uh, it's right up my street.
2: See, I don't really care about Pokemon, but I feel like the film, uh, the film does uh, make me interested in it. But I don't give a shit about Pokemon. But yeah, it should be good, I think. It looks good, I think. Yeah, I think it,
0: it, it'd probably be. I think Ryan Reynolds is a good voice for it because he's got that sort of like sarcastic yeah. kind of tone.
1: And uh, I think it works, you know, voicing a fluffy kind of Pokemon. Yeah. I wonder what the twist is going to be about the kid being able to hear Ryan Reynolds and no one else being able to hear him.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I reckon
2: he's got to catch them all. I'm surprised. At I how... he's a
1: Pokemon. <laughs> I'm surprised
2: <laughs> that, um, how well they've done the animation for the Pokemon, to be honest. I thought it'd be a lot worse. Yeah, I it's, it's really, really looks really good, yeah.
1: I, think. I think. I think the Jigglypuff looked a bit weird, but I it, it actually... Kind of it, yeah, but it's, it's still <laughs> that a little weird. Yeah, little yeah, twirl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it'd be funny if the kid was a Ditto at the end of all of this. It's oh just my <laughs> been, God, don't be such a good He's done a transform into a human. Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, ditto, just Is The only moves is transform... Oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Transform into anything. Okay. Like,
1: that's, that's one from right. Chris's Mystic Corner already. <laughs> did you get
0: that segue? What did no, you just say? I said Ditto can transform
2: into anything, a bit like a Skrull. Oh, there you go. Well Jesus Fuck Christ Jesus fucking hell, mate. <laughs> that was a good was a segue. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was sick. Um, so, Captain Marvel is uh, the latest film from Marvel Studios. It's uh, one, the number one before Endgame and is the origin story of Captain Marvel aka Viz aka Carol Danvers. Um, so it's, it kind of starts in Media's Res, which I was surprised about, mm. um, as she's already got her powers. Um, she's fighting with the Kree uh, against the Skrulls, who are a race of shapeshifting kind of aliens, and they can infiltrate different lands. And the plot set up is that they... They infiltrate lands to kind of destroy the worlds and take them over. Hmm. Um, but then, Viz, Captain Marvel, is struggling with her own identity because she gets flashbacks from
1: when she was on Earth. And then, so the story kind but of... But she doesn't know that. Huh? She doesn't know it's from Earth, though. No, she's getting these memories. Yeah. And then it's kind of like she's figuring out where these are from,
0: who she really is, and then finding out more about the Skrull-Kree War. Um, so
1: what did we think of the film? Could you run the first? Uh, you go for it. I, um, I actually surprisingly really enjoyed it because I'm sure I have slagged, slagged off this film in previous podcasts. Um, But yeah, it was, it was really good actually. Brie Larson did a really good job as well. Um, I'd agree with that actually.
2: Do you not think she did a good job? Not really. I feel like um, yeah, everyone else kind of carried her a little bit, to be honest. Oh, really? That's what I, Yeah, I do, yeah. Um,
1: that's, I mean, in I suppose in theory she didn't have to... She was very emotionless in a lot of it. She was
2: okay. Like, don't get me wrong, but I feel like if if her supporting actors like, weren't to the level that they were, they were, I feel like the film would have been a lot worse. Okay. Fair enough.
1: I mean... What, so do you think her acting
2: was bad? I don't know. Not bad. I just, uh... Not bad. But like, I don't know. I feel like maybe she didn't... She doesn't quite have the, the charisma. I don't know.
1: I feel Interesting. like... Mm,
2: but like the way the way the film was laid out, I think um, there was a lot of uh, like pause for comedy, which I thought was good at m- most parts. But I thought the mo- majority of the bits that were like her- up to her to do the comedy bits, I thought were a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there was a slight too much reliance on on the comedy side of things. Yeah, I I like I, was, I, I kind it was of borderline, agree. Like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, style. Yeah. yeah. I thought I, I it was quite yeah. I generally thought oh this is very like Taiko Waititi sort of like style, especially the way um uh, what's his name Ben Mendelssohn, I think it's his name who plays the yeah. the the, scroll, the main scroll the way he was delivering his lines I thought this is very it feels very like Thor Ragnarok y kind of
1: yeah yeah but yeah was, yeah, I, yeah I I agree with that um I did enjoy the film though like, like I mean, though, me, yeah too. Me too. um yeah. yeah I I thought. For the most part, of going back and forth, it wasn't frustrating at all. I thought, um, not sure how I liked about the the intelligence thing. I thought, I didn't know how I felt about that. Intelligence thing? So, where the, the high, what's it called? The higher intelligence or something? Oh, that bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't know if I liked that bit. It was a bit like, okay. But, uh, for the most part, I, I liked the majority of the film. Um, I sort don't really know what to say. Like, uh, do I just talk about anything now, or do we just go? What, I don't know. How, Imagine, do, how, how do you? i mean, <laughs> no, say,
2: Don. Do you want to give your thoughts? Then I'll give my thoughts. Then we can then we can get into it. Well,
0: so basically, from like the trailers, like I think we've spoken about it before. The trailers do not do the film justice at all. Yeah. Like it did not make me want to see the film in particular. Mm. Like if I hadn't, you know, obviously I'm invested in the Marvel universe and so I was going to see it regardless. But it didn't really build any hype for me. Mm. And. Upon watching the film, like I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to. Uh, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I had. I did, uh, considering it's got kind of a lukewarm reception. Mm. But I thought, you know, the the kind of way they dealt with the traditional backstory, they did that really well. It wasn't, uh, you know, they could have done it pretty much chronologically from, you know, when she's a fighter pilot doing her training, then, you know, the accident where she absorbs the uh Kree energy, and then kind of followed the normal story, but the way they kind of did it in flashbacks and through trying to get the memory um, yeah. out of her, I think that did it really well, they did it really efficiently, mm. um, you know, you got the main gist of it in basically a, a montage of flashbacks, mm. um, and then kind of seeing her develop from the Kree soldier into by the end of the film, Captain Marvel, I thought they did it really well. Uh, thought her, I thought she had quite like, good chemistry with Samuel Jackson,
1: mm. um, and he's always on good form as as Nick Fury. Mate, he's he like, actually really good. I really enjoyed his performance.
0: I like the fact that he has such a bigger role in this as well. Mm. Um, you know, he he was pretty much like a oh, secondary oh. character rather than just a
2: cameo. And can I ask, Glenn, Sorry, can I ask you a quick question about that? Yeah, sure. So I was watching a review video and. Uh, this woman made an interesting point, so I want to ask you because you said about Samuel Jackson. Do you think they kind of interwove his background story because Captain Marvel's background story isn't wasn't strong enough to hold the entire film? Um,
0: yes and I think no. I probably agree with that oh. Oh. because Captain Marvel's origin is basically fighter pilot, then absorbs energy, mm-hmm. so it's not like. Can't agree. You know, there's yeah. not like. Um, that the Iron Man learning to use technology or Thor having to come take the power out of his father's hands or anything like that. It was basically like one sort of accidental
1: incident that caused her powers. Yeah, and it's kind of like a slow progress film. So, like, throughout the film, she's doing the same old stuff and then suddenly she learns they're restraining her, aren't aren't they? And And then she suddenly brings out all this, like, Wowie power kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a nice twist. And um, I, I, also think a lot of people actually wanted to know more about Nick Fury. I think, I think that's. I do agree that he probably did hold it up a bit more, mm. but I think a lot of people do want do want to know about him and his eye and what he used to do and mm. how he came up the ranks and whatever. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think
0: I think you know he deserves that as a character and as an actor. Like for us to know more than him just turning up at kind of, you know first sight of aliens Um, and to be honest like Captain Marvel's backstory doesn't need to be super strong like we've seen so many origin stories not only just in Marvel but within you know superheroes in general and for them to sort of gloss over that quite quickly I think was fine you don't want to see like loads of montages of her training fighting and you know getting knocked down and getting back up again they they kind of kind of did that economically and I appreciate that um and I think more of the, the story lifting was to do with establishing who the Skrulls are. And I think that's going to be a real focus in the in the future of the MCU. Because, mm. you know, any one of the current Avengers or people that we know could be a Skrull. Um, and I also like the fact that this movie, I, I thought it was quite predictable. Because as soon as I saw Ben Mendelsohn... Like, he plays a villain in every single film, so when he comes in as as Nick Fury's boss, I was like, okay, he's definitely a Skrull, and as the audience, we're sort of led to believe that Skrulls are the bad guys, and that's what I had thought before this film had come out as well, because I'd heard of the Skrulls, and I, I thought that they were like the bad guys, but then I thought it was a nice flip when actually... You find out the scrolls that are kind of just wanting to find a home and they're the ones being persecuted.
1: Did, by you, a did, did you like that um, though? I did. Because a lot of people were saying that's similar, it's like a Iron Man 3S kind of plot line. Like like the, uh, the, what was the, is it the, the Mantra? Uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin, like that kind of like, kind of pop, plot line. Like, oh, there's a big old villain and then, oh, actually, they're not a no, villain because... at all. Oh, wasn't that guy from Croydon? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that Age of Ultron? Nah, yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's, different. I mean, I it's different. The guy drinking the beer and it's, stuff. it's
0: not pulling the rock from us in the same way. Um, because the Mandarin wasn't a villain. But there is still a villain to this piece. And it was yeah. Jude Law's character. Which his name was, was like Your Rock or something. Yeah. I um, kind of. I kind of. So I think, you know, you kind of led to believe, especially through the casting, that, you know, Ben Mendelssohn always plays villains. You're like, yeah. I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, he's going to be a scroll. He's going to be a villain. And then. And then there was a nice twist, because it's sort of like, you know, you are led to believe one thing, and as an audience, we were led to believe that as well, and we took that journey with Carol Danvers, of like, yeah, scrolls are bad, Kree are good, and then and you see from her flashback when she realises that it was
1: Jude Law's character that killed Marvel. Um, but I like that twist. I didn't see it coming. Well, I did. <laughs> I um. Is that because you know the comics, though? I don't know anything about Captain Marvel.
2: I I would say that I didn't see the scroll uh twist coming that they were like actually like all right people but I did I had a feeling that Jude Law's character was like, a bad, bad guy. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was pretty obvious from... From the off, about, really. About 20, 25 minutes in.
1: I think when he come up to her and he was talking to her about the Dreams and he kind of just, like, brushed it off. Mm. That was... Like, he, he was engaging her, like, trying to ask her, like, about it and then kind of was like, ah, oh, yeah, well, doesn't really matter kind of thing. It I was, thought they was saying up
2: there. I just got the hint from when... When he was... Um, when she first got to Earth. Um, I like how they call it Earth C-53 as well. Yeah. Um, and then she phoned him. I for his vibe... Throughout that whole conversation was just like a bit off. I was like, okay, yeah, he's up he's up to something. Yeah. But um I was gonna say, I actually did quite like the film, but I feel like my expectations were a bit higher than than you guys, because obviously you guys are saying that you just didn't think it was gonna be very good. I um, say I thought it was it would be like I mean I said to Chris, I I thought it'd be like maybe like an Ant Man level film, like a good like decent film, not great, but still quite good. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um I think that Um I think Brie Larson was okay. I don't. I I feel like maybe I slagged her off a little bit. I feel like she was okay. She's she's good, but I just feel like Samuel Jackson, and Ben Mendeson are better, and I think it highlights the fact that she's not as good, if that makes sense. Um, but I did like her. Her like I agree with Glenn. I like her backstory and everything like that. Um.
1: I also, like the friendship she's made with Nick Fury. I like the friendship yeah. they made.
2: Yeah. Same. Um. I I was quite interested in the fact that um, before she came along, Nick Fury. Did, well, he's... I feel like it's quite clear he didn't like think aliens were real or anything like that mm. so i may, I just thinking what the fuck was S.H.I.E.L.D. about before no, that
1: so then so S.H.I.E.L.D. because he, he does say that they're about aliens and stuff but I just don't think he saw anything right. related to that beforehand or they were like sci-fi tech kind of thing right. but yeah I, I, do, I do get what you mean actually so a, that's a bit of a <laughs> There is a line in the film where he said, you know, I'm trying, because he spent time as a soldier, like, I'm trying to find who the next enemy
0: is. I didn't think they'd come from the skies. Yeah. So that makes me think that he was kind of, you know, in like, I think this film is very much, you know, Cold War era paranoia in terms of anyone could be, you know, a scroll, mm. aka anyone could be a communist. Um, you know, it's just after the Cold War period of 19, you know, I think it ended in 91, the Cold War. Yeah. So, there's still that paranoia. There's still that, you know. Okay. So Nick Fury's role is to find who's the next, you know, which superpower are going to be the next yeah. um, threat to uh, uh, to the US. But he thinks it's going to be like Russia or someone like that. It doesn't, and he doesn't. And then he's like, "Shit, it's aliens."
3: <laughs> mm.
2: um, yeah, I, I agree actually. Um, and I thought because I think it was from his reaction to, um, you know, when the scroll died in his car. And he was like, yeah. and he like jumped out of the car. I was like, oh, mm, did he not yeah. think that no, he was a real sort of thing? I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I enjoyed Phil Colson's like little cameo in it as well. That was nice. Mm. Um, can, we, can we talk about de- de-aging? I was literally about to say that. You read my mind. <laughs> you literally read my mind. It's sick. That, <laughs> was that makeup? Was that de-aging tech? I think it's de-aging. Because I think it's de-aging uh, thingy. It's de-aging tech? I think so.
1: I feel like it wasn't Agent Colson, but it wasn't on um, Nick Fury.
2: I think it wasn't Nick Fury.
1: I think Nick Fury's jawline looked different. I think his but. whole face
2: looked different. <laughs> yeah. It's looked way it younger. Outstanding. It's good. It's really good. It's kind of like, um, like yeah, is it Civil War with um, Iron Man?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and also um,
2: they do it to Michael Douglas as well Oh Ant-Man, yeah. Man, do yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. It's incredible. And mm. the thing is,
0: <laughs> Nick Fury's in this film a lot, so yeah. if they've had to use that technology for such like a a long period of time it's incredible Mm. like I didn't I I couldn't tell because Samuel Jackson looks good for his age he's 70
1: he doesn't look 70 but he certainly doesn't look well how old he would have been in 95 like I don't know in his 40s mad isn't it we were looking at a picture he
2: looks like Samuel Jackson from pop fiction yeah Mm.
1: mad Well, I don't don't know why they did
2: that to his hairline (laughs) Uh, his hairline looks fucking terrible but yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just copied
1: from like an old film yeah, like maybe, his yeah. hairline
0: maybe but, but, um, that, that, was, that, was, that was amazing like that yeah, technology amazing. it was really good um, and it was nice to see people like you know Ronan the Accuser and mm. um, Digimon Husu's character um, I can't remember his name you know they're, they're like little nods to to who the this these people were in the you know from Guardians of the Galaxy
3: yeah
0: um yeah, I don't know, and also that Stanley cameo and and the the way that they um, changed the
1: Marvel intro. Yeah. Uh, nice. To just all of Stanleys cameos, that was you know quite pointy. Did they? Um, yeah. <laughs> did you miss it? I do. I don't pay attention to that Marvel How do you know? thing. Um, no, nah. this it was nice. was nuts. All right. Yeah. But um, you know, his cameo in this is him on the tram reading uh, a more script. script, yeah. And saying he's only and nine he's, he's in it, is it? And like saying that
0: he was in tears because, like, you know, he loves Marvel and Stanley, and for them to, like, you know, include a little homage to Kevin Smith, he was like, you
1: know. It was nice, though, because he kept repeating the only line he had from, like, that film as well. He was practising, wasn't he? So, yeah, it was nice. And the way that um, Captain Marvel just gives him a little nod, like, Mm. appreciation nod. That was quite nice. But I've heard that he's got, like, at least another three cameos left. Really? I wouldn't be surprised if he's got one in
0: Endgame, but... And maybe Homecoming. Yeah, maybe that's the... That's uh, sorry, far from home. Because I don't
1: think they've started filming anything past that, have they? Well, it might be in um, the X-Men one as well. Oh, okay.
0: Hmm. I saw the trailer for Dark Phoenix as well, and I was
1: like... Mm. I think it's all right. I think it's all right. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting to see. Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
0: So, yeah,
2: back to uh, Endgame. Um, endgame. Captain Marvel, sorry. Um, I was going to say fuck what was her so. I don't know. What uh, was about um, her team at the beginning uh, Captain Marvel's team I wish we'd kind of got to like spend a bit of time with her team beforehand so like it kind of meant a bit more at the end when you find like, out they were all in on I it I feel like it,
1: sometimes me. they don't do it because they're they worried they're going to give away something mm. like if they make it so loads of people are distant from her is it because she's not from that mm. people or is it because they don't like her like mm. in some the woman didn't like yeah, her she said, yeah. and yeah. It's probably because she wasn't one of them kind of I really suit. like their
2: suits, by the way. I think their suits are really good. Yeah, I thought it was quite
1: cool how she could change yeah. it. But there was a thing that her suit at the end was different to her suit at the beginning. Like The, the, the cameo. Uh, not cameo. The uh, credits scene yeah. with her was different to the suit at mm. the beginning. And also, just continuity-wise, there was a little error at the very end. Because every time she goes into space, her helmet comes up and she's able to breathe. When she does the last bit into space, no helmet. Is that
2: because she doesn't need it anymore? Yeah, emotionally, she has full power or something. She stopped a fucking like nuclear warhead. I feel like she can
1: she I can know, but come best. on. That, th- for one scene, just keep it, innit? Just keep like, whatever. Yeah. But that. Whatever. Not- and I tell you what, I was really happy when um, she goes up against Jude Lord at the end. And I was like, this is going to be really stupid if you have a hand to hand fight with him. Mm. And when she just <laughs> blasts him away like Indiana Jones, I was like, good. Yeah. I'm happy you've done that. Yeah. And. Um, That's quite funny. Was I it? thought there was, um, the music choices were really good as well. Yeah.
0: Um, not not yeah so the 90s. Like she, and it's also quite kind of like a strong message for for women because when she's when she kind of finally breaks out, there's that um, Gwen Stefani song "I'm Just a Girl," mm. um, and that's that's a very kind of powerful feminist song as well because it's all about how you know the song is all about oh I'm just a girl, look at me I'm pretty you know it's very like ironic in that sense you know like. I'm, I'm not just these things. I'm, you know,
1: fucking the most powerful superpower in the MCU so far. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. That's the thing I want to talk about. Do you think she's now too powerful?
0: Not really. I, I don't know. I think she's very powerful. And I think... I don't know if we have the same kind of snobbery to Superman as well. The fact that he's so powerful, you're just, like, less interested in his character. Because mm. there's nothing that, apart from what, kryptonite that, you know, really sort of, um, affects him, so, that's why I'm always more, I feel like I'm more invested in, like, the Batmans, and, you know, the the ones that actually, realistically could, you know, be hurt and, and killed. I don't know, what do you guys think?
2: Um, I don't think she, well, I can't say whether or not I think she's too powerful yet, because, I've only seen her in this for like, five minutes, obviously she, she, she defeated, uh, what's his face? Jude Law, but, in the grand scheme, things I don't think he's that powerful. No, um, she, she did... stopped the um the the uh, warheads or whatever they were. Fair enough, but like I feel like I need to see her. Got gu- I feel like I need to see her face stand up before I decide whether she's too powerful. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I hope she isn't too powerful though, yeah. because it would sort of
0: just be like, what's the threat that's
1: gonna? Yeah, you know... and also it kind of just makes it kind of like, why the hell did we just upgrade four to this m- even more powerful beast? As well, mm. If we're just gonna have some character just swing in and be like, right, "I'm ten times more powerful than you," mm. kind of thing. But she does have the power of an Infinity Stone, well, or the residue from an Infinity Stone, so yeah. Um, yeah, I, um I was gonna ask.
2: Uh, it's just a random question for my uh, my interest. Was uh, Jude Law was he a Cree? Uh yeah. yeah. Why do some of them have blue skin and some of them don't have blue
1: That's skin? That's what I wanted to know as well. Yeah, I don't know. I had the exact same question, to be honest. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just they're different races of crew. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. Um. So <laughs> timeline timeline wise, how do we think? Like, do you think it's good what they've done with the timeline here? Because obviously we've got we've got the Infinity Stone, which was dates back to. What's first, Captain Marvel? Or this Captain Marvel's uh, Captain America's before this, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, way before. So they, they they it's found in Germany, isn't it? The stone, and then what happens to the stone at the end? It, it does Captain America take the stone, and does he crash with it? Yeah. So then, how the hell does Captain Marvel Marvel have it? What do you mean? How does the scientist have the stone? It's a different stone, isn't it? Nah. this is the Tesseract. The other one was the the red one, wasn't it? No, no Tesseract. Both of them were Tesseract. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Because uh, it's it's the it's this time stone, mm. and Thingymab gets zapped to where he's at, at with the um, Thingy stone. Yeah, I had questions about that as well. So my only thought is that it they found the the crash landing before they found Captain America, and then she's obviously. Mm. That's the only... That's the only plot hole I can see. But is then there I don't... But then... One, huh? Is there more than one Tesseract? No.
0: Because the Tesseract is... Is Kree energy, isn't it?
1: Mm, no, it's an Infinity Stone. Okay. Because... Because uh, Thanos breaks it, doesn't he? Puts it in after he gets it off Loki. Yeah... No, that's the only that's the only error I feel like they've got because I can't quite remember how they find Captain America at the end of the first film yeah. and whether Nick Fury says, oh, we have it or we found it.
3: Mm.
1: But then I suppose if Captain Marvel... Uh, what was her name? Instead of saying Captain Marvel. What? Who's the scientist? Marvel. One? Marvel, sorry. Um, uh, unless she's that smart and she found it first kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Mm. I mean, that's the only real errors, I suppose. Oh, so I'm reading an article now about
0: the Tesseract. So uh, in Captain America, it does go to the bottom of the Arctic Ocean Mm. with uh, Captain America. Uh, Eventually, Howard Stark discovers the Tesseract while searching for cat and begins studying the object. These studies would help Stark discover a new element that would save his son Tony's life years later in Iron Man 2. Decades after it was found by Howard Stark, the Tesseract is being used as part of Project Pegasus by the government. So, okay. And then that is run by Wendy Lawson, So who's Marvel. So it seems like the Tesseract has always been on Earth since Captain America, but it's the Kree that has known how to use it properly.
1: Mm. That's what I get from it. Interesting. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, shall... Oh, that was another thing. So, you know, uh, uh, Captain Marvel's... Um, Best mate. Yeah. So I read somewhere I was watching this like Ether egg thing. Her daughter's to... a thingy, isn't it? Yeah, her daughter's yeah. a superhero in the. I think she's the original. I think she's the second one. Oh, she's the second Captain yeah. Marvel, but they then change her superhero name later on to. I cannot remember. It what... Something.
2: It was the name. It was the nickname of her, of um, uh, Maria Rambo's plane. What? Photon or something like that. Yeah,
1: Captain Photon or yeah, something, like yeah, something like that. So, and if this is what. 20 something years later 20, 30 years later she's probably going to be a grown adult maybe mm. she is some, some something but then I'm like how did she get that mm. maybe there's some residue in the air that she's like picked up on mm. I don't know maybe. but that'll be a nifty little thing and do we think the cat will be in the Infinity War I hope not fuck the cat I don't care uh... <laughs> that was jokes though when it, it was like funny got their tentacles just yeah. come out that was
0: so funny yeah. that was funny and but... also the cat when it's like in you know suspension in, like on gravity and stuff oh,
2: yeah I thought it was so funny. I was gonna ask. Um, so they made a. I don't know if this is a big deal. It's not really a big deal, but I just curious. So they made a point out of um, how I think it was Maria. I think it was Maria Rambo said um, uh, they didn't let female, fem- uh, women fly uh, fire planes and stuff like into battle or whatever. Yeah. So like that's why they um, jumped at the chance to do work with um, uh, with Marvel. I was like cool. Yeah. And then at the end of the film, um, when Samuel Jackson gets the idea for Avengers, and even, to be honest, both of them, they've got planes with like their names on them, and I'm like, why would you give a plane, put a name on someone's plane for someone who's not even flying to battle? That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I was just curious. Wait, what do you mean? So, at the end of the film, um, Captain Marvel and Maria, they've both got, so she, she's got uh, her plane, it says, um, uh, what's her name again? Carol Avenger... Um, Danvers. Danvers, Danvers, obviously that's, where, that's uh, where he gets the Avengers thing from. I'm, my, I'm just asking, why would you get your name well, on a plane if you can't even fly into battle? So they said they can't fly combat, but that doesn't mean they can't fly. So they can fly like. So like, you put anyone's name on a plane, now Things.
1: So they <laughs> might have done back in, in the day. That. I don't know. Fair
2: enough. <laughs> I think there's a it lot was sent of. The reason they've got planes, so they just can't fly them into combat, and it also
0: said, that, yeah, so that was like six years ago they couldn't yeah. so presumably in the 90s they
3: could yeah but so she, was,
0: yeah, she, she wasn't, wasn't, she wasn't there. there she was gone so it was, at
2: latest it was 1989
1: yeah true it was interesting uh, that was interesting but I, I suppose know.
2: they just wanted to do something there yeah like, obviously so like, yeah. I, I like that how, that's how they come up with the Avengers yeah. thing I, I, do not you know what I would like it if obviously they're not going to do that now but I would have liked it if, first, actually if firstly I feel like they waited way too long to, for this film yeah. For, like, for, for it to be 21 films in. I feel like they should have done this ages ago. 21. That's crazy, hell. isn't it? Secondly, um, I would have liked it if, she, if like none of the other Avengers knew about her, but she just checked in with Fury every now and again in like a couple of the films, rather than... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it would have helped, you know.
1: So there was a lot of... So there's two things... Well, there's a few things I still want to talk about about this. So there was a lot of criticism from it because people were like, why didn't Nick Fury call her... For the Battle of New York, or why didn't Fury oh. call her for the Age of Like yeah. And I was like, they were manageable circumstances where <laughs> he used the Avengers. <laughs> well, well, they- well <laughs> he but he wanted so he had the Avengers Initiative, so right. he wanted to use the Avengers. Okay, I feel like the first one he was testing them, and the second one was own. That's a bit of. A, yeah. yeah, well, do you know
2: what I mean. Like, I've got, I'm trying to. I, I,
1: know, to I justi- know exactly. I'm what trying to mean, justify yeah.
2: it. I get you, but uh, it it feels like. I'm assuming a lot of people died in that in both of those films. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah.
1: if he called Captain Marvel, are probably going to end it a it bit out, with a Yeah, photo. but did half the population
0: of the universe die? Yeah, no. true, true, true. So, this is why...
1: Or was his life in danger? Because I feel like in the first two films, his life was actually okay. <laughs> he could have been sweet, yeah. tucked up somewhere. <laughs> and this one, he's fucking disappeared, and he's like... <laughs> No, but that's what Samuel Jackson has said in an interview, and you can't really take it as canon, I don't
0: think, but he did sort of say, similar to what you said, Chris, like, it was a manageable, manageable situation by the current Avengers, and the fact that he was still alive, mm. is that he can co- coordinate all the different Avengers, the fact that he knew that he was about to
1: disappear... Um, in Infinity War meant that he couldn't do that anymore, so yeah. he needed to, yeah, to call on Captain Marvel. I think it's a bit retconny, but I it so, works. But I also think that, like, if you look at it from this perspective, you could also say, well, if the Avengers failed in either of those circumstances, he could have clicked the button and Marvel would have been there. Hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my next point was going to be: Do you like the way that he lost his eye?
2: I was going. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know, I don't mind it. I think it's fine. But then he did say, I think it was in one of the, the uh, other films, he said, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Yeah. The cat's not really a someone. But he did trust, like he did kind of. I mean, was it like, doesn't really work, but, that, I, but I understand. Yeah. I understand it. So like, I, I don't mind it. It was kind of
1: funny as well. Yeah. But, what, yeah. what do you think, Glenn? Uh, front, yeah, I thought it would be a bit more of a, a kind of dramatic thing. Yeah. But I guess, you know, now he's got that
0: mystery because uh, Coulson's oh, like, yeah, didn't yeah. did a, 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 a scroll. <laughs> it out because you refused to tell him, and he was like, "I can't even Yeah, that was that
2: was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed this film. It oh. is a bit. Yeah, it's too late. They they probably should have
1: done it before Wonder Woman because mm. you know there's now a kind of they brought it out on International Women's Woman's Day though. Argument it's like okay, well DC took the plunge for a female-led. I don't think you heard me.
0: Superhero film. Mm. But and they now, did. They
1: did bring it out on an International Women's Day though. Yeah, but even that's like. You know, you should.
0: There's no International Wednesday because there's not. It's like you, there shouldn't even need, there should be a time where there's no need for the championing of these things because it's just accepted. you know what I mean? So.
1: True. Yeah, that's a whole different debate. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised by this film. Mate, there's, uh, there's one key bit of this film we have not spoke about yet, and that is The Bitter End. No. The post credit scene. I was going to... Quickly, before we uh, get to that, I would just say a couple more things. Okay.
2: So... Um, although I thought the film was, was quite good, I didn't really like the action scenes that much.
1: I didn't think there were that many. Yeah. No, it was yeah. quite a, just a, a film like with, it wasn't an and action film it didn't feel like a Marvel film I felt until about like 30 minutes yeah in, though, I would say because the only the main fights that like, obviously you've got the training scenes which are a bit like well whatever you're not really training for anything in these circumstances yeah. then you've got the fight scene on the ship where she's having her mind messed with yeah. she's got I suppose the fight scene on the train which isn't really a fight scene it's a it's a, it's a hit or two yeah. then you've got uh, the one on the ship at the end and then she doesn't really fight Jude Law, she just messes him up. So, yeah, for a Marvel film, you'd expect a bit more, I mm. think. But yeah, I do get what you're saying actually about that. I feel like. I quite liked that though. I thought the
0: opening was really strong when it was sort of like a espionage war yeah. kind of like seek that. and destroy sort of thing. Mm. And I think that, that sort of maintained throughout. It's like, you know, the, par- the, the kind of paranoia of are oh, they, aren't they? So it's not really like gung ho, it was quite subtle and i yeah. quite liked that and i think end is going to be you know quite a lot on action so i think again like Ant-Man's
1: i don't know do you think events, it will be this is i don't think i don't think end going to be as action-packed as infinity war no. i think there's going to be a lot of development in areas because there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be going on like i feel like if there's time travel we'll see like, flashback like, fights, but I don't think we'll see them actually like fighting kind of thing. Mm. I think there'll be the Quantum Realm, which, again, is there really any fighting in the Quantum Realm? Then if this is the idea of people being in the, the Soul Stone, is there going to really be any fighting in there? Maybe it, in a demon fighting, maybe, I, I guess. But I don't see much fighting happening. Okay. Well, it would be interesting. Yeah. I feel like... They
0: would probably need to improve upon Infinity War, and, you know, a way to do that is to have bigger and even better action scenes. Yeah
1: I'm, yeah, I'm not dismissing that. There could be one massive fight scene.
0: If the film is reportedly three hours long, you'd expect there to be quite regular. I thought Infinity War did that well. It was like, you know, setting something up or developing a story, then, you know, bit of action then, you know, move on to different locations, different characters. I think that they need to, kind of, maybe do something similar.
1: Um, or maybe they'll just do something completely against their expectations. I mm. don't know. And then I mean, Hawkeye's probably going to, gonna to have it. a few... Hawkeye will probably have a few action scenes by the looks of it.
0: So, to, let's talk about the first post-credit scene, then? Wait, right, was um, there anything
1: else you wanted to talk about? There was, but I completely forgot. Okay, if it comes back to you, ah. then mention it. But, so, this is where <laughs> you see the pager, which...
0: Nick Fury, you know, activates at the end of Infinity War and you see Captain America, Black Widow, all the surviving Avengers um, crowding around it, looking at the signal when it goes blank. And then uh think Captain America's like, we need to reboot it, keep sending the signal. And they're sort of like, we don't know who's on the end of this, blah, blah, blah. Like, could be anybody. And then Captain Marvel's there and she's like, where's Fury? Um,
2: what do we think of that? I thought it was pretty cool. I really I liked, liked it. I liked yeah, I as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was quite, I was pleasantly surprised actually. Yeah. I thought they were gonna, I didn't think she would just be there. Mm. I thought like they'd see something coming in and then just end it like that. Mm. But um, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. I just assumed that the page just stopped because she received it and she was like, oh, okay, cool, I've got it. And she must be super fast as well, unless she was on yeah. a nearby planet. I don't know. It got obviously it got me a bit excited, but I also feel like they probably didn't need to
2: take it that far. They could have had her reply and be like, on my way, or something. Yeah. And I'd have been like, oh. So do you think that's what slightly before Endgame starts then?
0: I, I think they're going to slightly change it. I think she will arrive differently. I think there will there'll be a scene in Endgame where she arrives, and I don't think it will be that. I think
1: her what? arrival will be more. What? what? Why would they do that? That seems a bit bizarre to change your... your what? <laughs> what? Well, say again, Go okay, it's just my thought. Say again, say again. It's shitful, mate. Say again. Okay.
2: Sorry. Sorry, again I was just saying, like, I think they might change it slightly of her entrance in Endgame. I don't think, you know, at so the you... end beginning of Endgame, she's going to be there just like casually, okay. you know, like, hey. So do you think... Yeah. So you're saying you think oh. that the first... Do you, so you're saying you think that the first time they meet in Endgame will uh, erase this, this post-credit scene or do you think it'll just be her popping up and they've already met a before? a slightly different version of that scene but I
0: don't think I don't think, that's, that, I don't think that scene is taken from Endgame, basically. I think when we we're introduced to her it'll be
2: slightly different. Okay. Um, I, I think that the only reason do you know, the only reason I think that um, slightly differently to you is that so I think she will obviously pop up in Endgame but I think I'm well I'm assuming that we'll know who she is, but obviously they'll have to do a bit of exposition for people who haven't watched Captain Marvel. Um, but the only reason why I think um, when they show her in Endgame, it won't be the first time that they've met is only because I think it'd be really silly of them to do a post credit scene and then completely erase Race it in it, the next yeah. film. And also secondly, um, Cap had a beard in uh, the post credit scene and he doesn't have a beard in Endgame, so it must be before that. And
1: that's, Unless- yeah, true. And also, I, sorry, I didn't mean to dismiss your thing. I just thought it'd be really silly to have a post credit scene like Obi said and then just completely erase it. I actually think, after I watched this video online, and so if you watch, so you should, I don't know if either of you have re-watched the Endgame trailer since watching this. Probably not. It's not really something that we'd actively do. But there's, there's noticeable gaps in spaces in the trailer. So like when they're all walking oh, together, okay. yeah. there's a space, and everyone's like, "Well, maybe Captain Marvel's mm. walking over." And when Black Widow's explaining in the trailer, like half the population's disappeared. Again, I mean, it could be talking to Ant Man. It could be talking to anyone. But again, that's something that they could be telling Captain Marvel because mm. she probably is a bit like what's happened as well. Mm. Um, and then there was another bit as well. Um, yeah, I no, mean, I was say. yeah. Oh,
2: Earlier, yeah. sorry, to interject. But, you know, at the end of uh, Captain Marvel... <coughs> excuse me. You know, at the end of Captain Marvel, when um, the, uh, she goes to take the scrolls uh, away? Mm-hmm. to like, I thought they missed a really... Because I thought they were going to be like, yeah, we have to hide on this planet. Yeah. I thought they missed a really good opportunity to for them to transform into someone that we already know from the Marvel yes, Universe. I genuinely thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, well, thought well, a, fact, I thought one of those characters. I thought the so the main scroll and his family. I thought they were going to transform into some into people that we've already seen and know uh, from rather than us. going off. Yeah, and uh, I thought that would have been a good little. That would have been sick. Yeah, but that would have been so sick if you'd seen someone, and
3: maybe they could have been someone that has died since, mm.
2: you
0: know, in because that would have been even more poignant if you like actually shit that character that has died in you know Ultron or whatever, like yeah. they were,
1: you know. If they made quick quicksilver a scroll, <laughs> but then do scrolls get the person's ability? I don't think they do. S- it would be kind of. Mm. Mm. I don't know, because they, really? they they've got the DNA and stuff. True. So um, maybe because so, if you turn uh, into Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, then you're transformed into Captain Marvel. They could use the photon blast, couldn't they? Could they? Yeah. Well, because you said cause you said they transformed the
2: DNA, so I imagine if they got the DNA, then. But they did the...
1: transfer. They did transform into her, but they didn't use a photon they? blast. Oh, yeah, they they, they used a, they used a, a, a taser. It was like Purple Light I think. What film was it? What bit was this? With the with Jude Law? Uh, Is it the at the yeah, beginning Jude they're God. doing they're doing the, the, the their mission yeah. and then the scroll the the scroll capturer. Cause she thinks she's met up with a guy who's got the intel and he says the the, the safe word and then as she turns round Yeah you Law. That's not the bit I'm on about. I'm oh. on the bit where they where
0: they know that. Jude Law's that's what bad, I'm talking about. And then yeah. it's just he's met up with Captain Marvel. Yeah. And. I don't know what you're talking um, about. <laughs> they do the code, and, and then Jude Law says, No, we know that's compromisable. Yeah. Um, and then they start doing that little, oh, um, whose who's blood is in you?
1: Doesn't doesn't he use a photon blast there? Like the scroll? No, I don't think he does, because he gets knocked to the ground straight away. Ah, uh, maybe. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what um, you're talking about. No, do you know what? Mine wasn't even her. I don't know what I'm talking about. Forget about me. Sorry, I was having a moment. in terms of the post-credit scene, I feel like I would be a little underwhelmed if that was the way she's introduced to all the Marvel characters. But I don't. Why I think it would change
0: because for you know something so significant and kind of cryptic at the end of Infinity War, for her introduction to just be here, like that's why I think it would have been better if on the pager it said like I'm on my way or something, because then she could have like a really big. On a dramatic yeah. entrance,
1: a la four, in Wakanda. But then, but then the flip side of that could sh- we could sh- we could see her like flaws and stuff, like her being there and then not being able to just immediately defeat Thanos, which I assume is the case, would show mm-hmm. that she isn't the all powerful. Um, she isn't the all powerful person that we've like come to be perceived of. if That makes sense. So I feel like. She has. She's not going to be like this person who can just solve everything within a click, kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I don't think, and I personally like, I get where you're coming from with the scene, but I just, I just cannot imagine they would change a post-credit scene, mm. especially as it's one that's so close to the film. Mm. I
2: was going to ask. Um, sorry, were we, were we still talking about that, or because I was going to ask a slightly different question? <laughs> um, so, based on Captain Marvel and like her character and everything. Who do you think like she would uh, mesh with best like um, personality wise in the Avengers team?
1: Captain America. Do you reckon? I reckon they're, I quite, they're really different personalities. But I feel like they've got similar kind of like I don't know, no, maybe not I actually. Think Thor. Yeah, maybe. But like
0: but like Ragnarok 4. Because mm. they're both sort of like really? light hearted, yeah. jerky. As a like, point. You know,
2: godlike people. Mm. Yeah, that's a good shout, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to because she's not really, yeah, she's quite goofy. Not goofy, but like, she doesn't really take it seriously. Yeah. So I'm trying to think who would be a good, who would be a good like, because you know how like, um, Tony Stark and, um, Doctor Strange are kind of like, had good chemistry together, even though they were like, yeah. really similar. I
1: kind of wanted to have something like that with somebody. I don't know, but I don't know who that would be. She'll actually, she'll probably bump heads quite a lot with someone because she's quite strong headed. I can see her bumping heads with like Captain America, yeah.
2: Yeah. Only because he's really like, straight and, well,
1: mm.
2: not, not as much now, but he, but in like, uh, the first few films, he was very like straight and narrow, serious, and she's very like more laid back. Laid no, so,
1: back, yeah. And a bit
2: more. Um... Also, I think she'll pose a threat
3: to his leadership of it. And yeah. He probably
1: won't like that. But yeah, do you like, know what? That could be interesting, uh, do like. you know what? They, I reckon, they will bump heads, and then either, and you're gonna be upset by what I'm gonna say oh here. There we go. Either he's gonna be like he's not sure whether he, who to pass the mantle on to, and right. he dies, and he's like, you're the leader now. Do you know what? Thing. Do you know what? Um. You have reminded me of something that I was gonna ask. Oh, so okay. I thought you're gonna be like, "Yeah, that's sick, Chris, mate. Yeah, good, good idea." it, Chris.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I was going to ask. So obviously, oh wait, quickly. Is there anything else we want to talk about about Captain Marvel?
1: Hashtag Carol Danvers De- is actually Danvers. Danvers is uh, Captain America's great great grandmother. Lol joke.
0: I only wanted to say is so, that um, considering. Fury starts the Avengers Initiative in 95 and he doesn't locate Iron Man until 2008, mm. I would want, I would like to know what he did for the intervening 13 years.
1: Tried to hunt for Captain America, maybe?
0: Yeah, but did he not encounter any other superheroes in those 13 years?
1: Well, It's a good question. It's a good question. However, Iron Man technology didn't come into play until Iron Man was about, really. Uh... Vision is made by Iron Man. Thor uh, had no reason to come to this earth and didn't have his hammer until that time. Mm. Uh, Doctor Strange, again... Why um, did Thor get his hammer? Well, it's, he was going to become... His dad gave... Oh, no, did he have his hammer from the beginning? I can't remember. His Thor's, like, 1,500 years old, so I don't really know when he got his hammer. Actually, <laughs> I think he did have his hammer, but then he did something wrong, didn't he? He went and attacked the people that are of Loki. mm and then his dad took right. it away. And right, then right, right. I yeah. bless you with the power, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Threw it. Uh, and then who else is there? Black Widow. Well, he's, got, he's probably got Black Widow in that time. And he's probably got Hawkeye in that time. Maybe got Eyes on Bucky. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I had, I, do you
2: know what? Because I, I said to Glenn a couple of weeks ago that I heard a spoiler about this film. And it was that Bucky was in it. And obviously he wasn't. So I'm quite happy that it wasn't. The case. What? What now? So, he was going to be in Captain Marvel. Someone yeah, someone said he made, he made a cameo in the uh, one of the post credit scenes. That's what I. That's what I saw. Oh, the last post
1: credit scene that he was in was pretty. Whatever. So, yeah, got his I arm in it. I didn't mind it. Um, but this is what I mean. Like, there's. I mean, I don't think there's a. I mean, they. He probably knows about Ant Man as well. The original Ant Man. Because Thingy was the original Ant Man, wasn't he? So he probably knows about that. Mm. They used yeah, him. So. That Ant Man's in the war, isn't it? As well. So. I've got two questions,
2: actually. If that's alright. So
1: yeah, go for it. So obviously, this film was
2: uh, you know set before present day, 1995, or whatever. Are there any other films mm. that you would like to see set before present day? Or are we are out right with just being it, it being present day from now on going forward?
1: Say so one um, last bit again.
2: Are there any other films that you'd want? that are set before present day or are we, are we okay with it just being present day going forward
1: I would like Black Widow well so well uh, maybe maybe Black Widow have a bit of past mm. but we've already seen quite a bit of it so I feel like a Black Widow film kind of has to be in the past <laughs> yeah you I can't really, really do present day can
2: I you really, I don't really oh, I don't know how
1: to say this yeah I know what you're going to say I don't really either. care about Black Widow right now Okay, yeah, I, don't, I, don't either. I would like to.
2: St- want, yeah, go on, Zergam. Okay. I was gonna say if they're gonna the, the films they need, they do need to directly
0: link to either Endgame or the future of it. I don't want this whole hey, this is a character you've seen for the last like 15 years. This is how they came to be.
1: I'm yeah. just like I don't care. I would have kind. Like, Red That's basically Black Widow film, so. I would have. Li- I would have kind of liked to see her and Black. Um, Hawkeye's relationship, but they seem to be. Mm. They seem to be not having him in it. They seem to be having like an all female led cast, aren't they? What,
2: for Black Widow.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think a female director's going to do it as well. So. That doesn't surprise me. No, um, but it, uh, yeah, uh, it's an interesting one, I think.
2: Fair enough. Um, I was going to say so. My last thing, uh, Avengers related, is that so because your question, Chris, or your thing, your suggestion about Captain America passing yeah. the mantle on. So I'm assuming I don't know if you guys feel the same way that after this after Endgame uh, Iron Man and Captain America won't be in the uh, MCU anymore I would think anyway so I agree with that who out of the current newish I suppose out of anybody else basically who we think is going to like survive after Endgame who do you think will be like the new leader or like the new like Avengers team like going forward sort of thing who do you think will be the like the de facto leader
0: I inici- initially thought maybe it would be Doctor Strange mm. um, considering know. he's you know, I, 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 listening back to some of our old episodes, I was like, I hate Doctor Strange, <laughs> I don't care about him. But Infinity War really changed my opinion about him. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, he's powerful
1: and knowledgeable, so he could lead. Um, but then I also think Captain Marvel's in for a strong shout. Um, I think Black Panther's got a good shout as well. Mm. yeah I would say
0: so I think also, I think Thor will remain
1: I, think I, think, I feel like Thor will be better, best I feel thing. like I feel like Thor is going to be one of the only remaining original Origins, Avenger, yeah. Avengers left in it I think, I think I I don't Ragnarok think... wasn't so good I don't think he would have um, I think that's sort of changed him nah do like you know what it depends really because if they had carried if Ragnarok wasn't as good but then his appearance in Infinity War was the same I think he would have stayed alive because his, I, mean, I think the fact think that they upgraded it his power quite a lot. Right? Yeah.
0: So be bothered to stay
1: with it. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. I mm. see where you're coming from there. Mm. I mean, I think Thor, as a film character, might do best sticking with other Avengers in his films, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, I feel like the only two main Avengers that are going to survive. Well, because there was a big thing at the beginning, like they were people were like speculating that only like three of the original seven Avengers were going to survive. Is it seven, six? I think it's six. Maybe five. America, Iron Man, Hulk, Hulk Thor,
2: four. Black Widow, Black Widow
1: Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That's it, isn't it? Six. Yeah, there was speculation <laughs> that only three were going to survive. Um, I can't imagine that's true. I don't think Iron Man's going to die. Because mm-hmm. I think he's still going to mentor uh, Tom Holland. Oh, fuck that. Uh care about that at all. I actually <laughs> I'd love them all to survive. I know someone Ah has- man, no, it's gotta be stakes. Some, some some at least two people have to die, I think. Otherwise oh, well, was I reckon I reckon Hawkeye might die, you know. <gasps> might do all this to get two, his family. No, but, okay, like, let me rephrase that. At least two main people have uh, to die.
2: <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I like Hawker, yeah. I like her uh, Jeremy Renner. But if he
0: dies, who fucking cares? Would Too- you want them to die, or do you want them to just not be in it? So, like, if Captain America lived his life in the past with Peggy, would you be happy with that? Do you know, what? Because I love Cap. That, that
2: I would be very happy with That'll that. That would yes. change the timeline, mate. However, it would actually. Yeah. However, um, I feel like at least okay. Let me right. So, I think the majority of them, the main ones, I think should be finished after this phase is done. But at least we- one proper character needs to die, I think. So, so we have, like, proper stakes in this film. Because if you've do, if you done this whole spiel of in, an Infinity War and then after the endgame,
1: everyone's back and alive and well and healthy, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, Thing is, And Pepper Potts has said she's... Well, not that I give a damn about her, anyway. But she <laughs> said she's not coming back for any more films. Um, I, I think... That also Iron Man 3 though, I she? know. I mean, to be fair, Iron Man could die and I don't think it would change... Too much because he's already put all his effort into it and stuff, mm. and he's moulded his team that he wanted. Um, then I suppose Captain America as well. I don't necess- I don't want him to die, but then he could just go into retirement, or he could go and live a life with Sharon Carter or whatever. Mm. Um, I feel like someone either dies or has an injury so bad that they just can't carry on.
0: Mm. What, about, what do you reckon is going to happen
1: Hulk? I don't know. I really don't know. Hulk's just like I don't know, he's just been an enigma enigma to be honest. There's not really a lot you can do this, I feel honest. like he's someone who can't die. Yeah. But then that's the element of surprise where we'd be like, Oh shit, he's just died. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I think he's gonna come out as well. I don't I can't imagine they won't have him in it. Like again. Oh yeah, he must he,
0: he must he's be one in. of these ones that he will literally just pop up in the crossovers,
1: like he doesn't need his own film sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, best in terms crossover. of endgame at the end of Endgame. Do
0: you really anticipate there being post-credit scenes because they've been very much like this is the climax of the whole kind of you know initial Avengers run? Um, so do you think they'll just it's just finished and then Far From Home starts a new thing, or do you reckon they will be they'll tease a new villain
2: or new heroes, or how do you think it's gonna? I don't know, but I will stay to the very end anyway. Yeah, I feel
1: like I feel like they're gonna te- they must tease some new villain. 'Cause otherwise, why are people gonna carry on? Like honestly, like, what's the point of it seeing sh- these other films?
2: Yeah. It could just be like a jokey thing, like you know, the end of Avengers with the what's it called? The thing, the uh, the yeah. True, of I mean. true. <laughs> but I could
1: yeah. They but they always seem to have two. They always seem to have a serious one and a funny one. So yeah. this the Captain Marvel, for example, was her turning up, and then the funny one was the cat spitting out the Tesseract. Yeah. Um I don't know, part of me thinks it'll be quite powerful if they just end it like without post credits but then I also do think they need to sort of tease the next kind of big arc yeah I mean I just don't honestly I, 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 I mean there's loads of villains to choose from but I feel like they've got in with such a strong villain to, to this, this Avengers where it's like right what are they going to do next mm-hmm. like it's it's a hard one I think I mean, it's like Galactus. Or True. A World Eater. Well, this is the thing. So, if we um actually look at the list of films following Endgame. Okay. So, we've got obviously Spider Man, which, may I add, I have no idea if it's post Avengers or pre Avengers. It's after. Do we know that? It's after. Okay. <laughs> um, then we've got obviously Black Widow. Again, we don't know if it's. Histori- historic or not got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 I assume that'll be after but that's that's on hold at the moment they have said they'll do it but we don't know when yeah uh, the, the Eternals is coming out yeah so that could lead to a bigger bad guy I yeah. suppose uh, then Black Panther 2 was it Shan- Shang-Chi not a clue yeah. what that is no, I think that's a Asian superhero okay and then Doctor Strange 2 and Blade which I don't know how much Blade will influence. but what, Blade? There's going to be a Marvel-based Blade film. Yeah, I believe so. Is
2: that confirmed? Yeah. Is that an MCU thing, though? Isn't Blade quite r- violent? It was,
1: it, was on the, it was on the Wikipedia page for the MCU. Isn't Blade really violent, though? Yeah, it's a yeah, vampire. Is, is it vampire uh, Hunter kill, uh, vampire? Yeah, h- yeah, it's one thing with Wesley Snipes, right? Yeah, and I think yeah. he wants to reprise his that role.
2: That will not be MCU though. That's not going to happen, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> it
1: might, they might make <laughs> another <there> might <laughs> remake. It's, it's, it it's, MC, it's, it's on the MCU wiki. Uh, Not which, a wiki's a reliable source. Well, well, well it's quite reliable. There's also, it also be a Captain Marvel 2. Speaking of... Um, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, shit. Wait. Speaking of Blade, quickly, I just want to say. There was a rumour of um, Mahershala Ali playing uh, Blade in the new, uh, the new thing. Interesting.
0: I do like a bit of Mahershala.
2: Yeah. Um, I and like pronounce and properly as well. <laughs> the second thing I was going to say was that... So, in, um, so, at the end of Endgame... After, uh, endgame, at the end of Captain Marvel, after, um, uh, uh Captain Marvel has destroyed all, like, the warheads and stuff, um, Ronan says to his mate, like, okay, yeah, we're gonna come back for her, sort of thing. So, what do you think that means? I
0: was thinking that. I was wondering if a Captain Marvel 2 would sort of explain what she's been doing in between. Right. Um,. Sort of like Wonder Woman, which is going to be obviously like
2: 1984. Yeah. Um, because Ronan is still alive at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, Ron, isn't he? He doesn't die. Yeah. so you know, it could be sort of similar. Yeah. You
0: know, they've got like, like pretty much like 15 years between when Captain Marvel ends and when Endgame begins. So yeah. they've got scope to do a, a film in between, and you know. Jude character still alive.
2: Um, would, you agree you ca- would you really care about a film about that though? Like that's before uh, Endgame because you kind of like they don't really matter. <laughs> well it could, it could set up something else couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Because so
0: obviously she survives the snap but does she survive the snap because she's outside of the universe or because she just survived? Um, it could open up a whole new kind of space realm element of you know so in captain marvel 2 if if it's set in like i don't know 2000 or whatever like she's fighting a different race of aliens yeah. and then they can feature in the future of MCU
2: yeah fair enough mm. i just don't know how, yeah i get you yeah but i just don't know how interested i'd be in that in that plot in a plot line that's like set before another one that's set before present day so you're not interested in wonder woman 2 i mean wonder woman 2's kind of different because it's, the only reason I say that about Captain Marvel is because we have Endgame, and like I know that that's like the it's like the climax basically. Whereas in the DC world, there's not really any uh, you know, there's we haven't been building up to anything, so they're just putting out films, which I don't mind. But like because the Marvel one, they're all building up. Well, they should all be building up to the same end end point, end story. That's why I wouldn't really care about something that's in between because we know what's going to happen after. True, but
0: we there was always a thought that there would be a Justice League 2, when, kind of, Wonder Woman 2 was, you know, being produced. So, yeah, I I get your point. I think that's
2: an avenue they could explore, but, Mm. yeah, I really have no idea. I think, Mm. uh, have there been any release dates for anything past Spider-Man Far From High? I don't think, nothing official, I don't think.
0: Because they've had three films a year for the
3: past few years. Yeah. And... I can't imagine they're not going to release at least two
2: films in twenty twenty. Like that would surely be ridiculous. Well, you think some? Well, when are they releasing Black Widow? Maybe that's twenty twenty. So
1: they've got they've got release dates for films. It appears. Oh. What are they? Uh, uh my computer's deciding to be very slow on this website.
2: But yeah, I don't really know if um. I because can't. I can't see them really They to
0: keep in. up momentum. Because they're, they're only for, in... for their franchise, they can't have a year between film.
2: Yeah, but have they have? Do you think? Do you not think they might build up, build up enough stock for them to be able to take a little hiatus? I don't think so. No.
0: I think you need to. I think you need to quickly be like, this is why you should stay interested because, you know, for you know, the fan, and it's like Endgame is the end of this arc so mm. a lot of the characters will, that they've loved and grown up with you know for the last 10-15 years are not going to be in it anymore mm. so they might be like yeah cool you know it's a, it's a nice kind of summary of you know a
1: nice a fitting end yeah not that interested in these Eternals not that interested in whoever but I think they yeah, need but, but to but were you interested like, were you interested in Guardians of the Galaxy probably not and then you watched the film and now you're interested so They've got to build something, haven't they? They've got to build these new parts of the franchise. Yeah, but they do that
0: whilst other, f- you know, whilst there's momentum with the other films. So mm. if they wait a year or
1: eighteen months for another film to come out, I think that's a dangerous position. Ah, uh, to be fair, they all say unknown release dates mm. for, oh, Phase Four release dates. So they have got the dates, but they just ha- they haven't said what films are coming out. So they've okay. got May the first, twenty twenty. July the oh, 1st. what 1st, 2020? May. May the 1st. Yeah. July the 31st. And November the 6th. Okay. And then oh, they've, got, they've got 2021 and they've got 2022, three films each year. Okay, fair
0: enough. Because I'm thinking, like, obviously, Far From Home comes out what, July, yeah. and then there's nothing in the later half of the year. And from what you've just said, nothing in the first part of next year. So, you know, that that's quite a long time mm. for... Marvel fans and it doesn't take long for something else to replace you know whatever it is as the next big franchise so fair enough yeah that's just my thoughts mm. um, anyone else want to say
1: anything more about Marvel or I can't wait
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> was it 46 days is that it shit yeah, fair oh, no. fair um,
0: I know that uh, Obi are you, are you happy to continue chatting for a bit I know that Arsenal starts in
2: a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll no, go keep going, keep me. going. It's not too for, so, yeah. Oh, half four, okay, fair yeah. nice. um,
0: Cool, so, uh, whilst continuing things that are fresh and new, um, I have
1: been watching Ricky Gervais's new show, Afterlife. Oof. Same.
2: O V you just had a bit... I don't like Ricky, Ricky Gervais, <laughs> to be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. What don't you like about him? I just don't like him, I think he's a bit of a jackass, to be honest. I think
1: you'll hate the show then. Yeah, you yeah, really will. <laughs> oh, he's he's the epitome of a prick. Yeah, in this,
3: in yeah. This. so this is um, a Netflix dramatic comedy uh, TV show on Netflix um, where Ricky Gervais plays the widower of a, a wife who had cancer. And he's basically just broken bad. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. He's very nihilistic. He's very much, I don't want to continue living. Um,
1: I've only watched wife. two episodes, just to let you know. Huh? I've only watched two of the episodes. Yeah, I've only watched three of them.
0: Okay. So he's very much like my wife was the only thing that was my reason to live mm. and he's just and he's now sort of taken the thing of he he's not like kind of what's the way to phrase this, he's he's not um willing to go through with his
3: suicide tendencies but he's sort of like I now just have no filter say whatever I want to people just like tell the brutal truth Um, for
2: what purpose just to be a dick for what purpose just to be a dick because
1: he's so sad yeah because he's kind of like empty inside that he's like what is the point why you know
0: why am I having this pretense of being nice and blah 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 he's just he's just hurting so much and so this manifests in him being a complete twat um, which is pretty much what his persona is in real life Um, but it's actually so I thought I would have struggled getting on board with it because I was like if it's just Ricky Gervais just being horrible
1: to people then I don't really want to watch it Um, but I don't know what you think Chris but I find it a lot more poignant than that it's it's about his grief and it's about how the people around him are like look if this is what's going to make you feel better like being horrible to me then they're kind kind of just letting it happen aren't they? Rather yeah. than doing anything about it. And he's got his boss, who's also his brother-in-law. And obviously, the brother-in-law would have lost his sister, which is Ricky Gervais' wife. But he's always
0: like, Look, I don't know whether if I say something to you, you're going to not, you know, I'm not going to, you're, you're going to wake up the next, you're not going to wake up the next day because you've killed yourself or something. So they're all like living on sort of like eggshells. Um, but there's also like a, a poignant side to it where. You know, he meets these people that he prejudges. There's um, like the drug dealer, or there's you know the woman. So that he meets a woman at the graveyard, um, and she's talking to her husband's grave, and um, you know, she's very happy and, and she's like, oh, you know, talking to him and reciprocating. And, she, and he, he says to her like, oh, what he's answering back is he? She's like, yes. He never disagrees with me, and, and it's you know like it's how other people have dealt with grief, um, but in a much more positive way than than he is. Mm. So, I think it's, it's surprisingly touching. What do you think, Chris?
1: Mm, you think it's touching? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not sure about that. I feel, like, I feel like he's trying to show the essence of you create a life with someone and once it's broken, you're not really sure where to go with it and whether life is worth living. So I don't know if it's necessarily touching. I, I guess it is, because he, he's showing that his love for her was is greater than even like a family love kind of thing. Because the brother... I, I'm very taken back by how calm and collected the brother is about it all. Yeah. Although, I the thought... Brother, the brother's just went to please everybody, including... If true, her to Tony, true. But. I, but I like to please people, but if I was in a state of grief, I would maybe... Depend on what type of love it is, like, if, that was your, if that's the person you thought you're going to spend the rest of your life with and then suddenly they're just taken from you within the moment, then, I don't know, it's a hard one because I kind of see Ricky Gervais' point of view in it but at the same time I feel like it's such an extreme, like his character's taken it to such a level where it's just like, really? Wow, like, yeah, there's, there's so, been an asshole. The, 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 kind of, the emotion
0: comes from his pain, but also the touchingness comes from the other characters who have dealt with loss, and it's the way they respond to them. So it's the way that that woman on the on the bench in the graveyard is, you know, she just talks to her husband and tells shares every bit of news with him, even though he's dead. And there's the the um, I don't know. Have you seen the episode where they go to the the guy who
1: gets five birthday cards are exactly the same. No. I, think, I thought that was episode two. I might to be fair, uh, I can't remember if I finished episode two or if I was. Um, uh, nearly finished it, sorry. Oh, well. In Jesus I feel
0: way. like you would have seen it. But either way, like, it's not a spoiler. Like This guy gets five different, five of the exact same birthday cards, and like Ricky DeFace's character Tony's a journalist, and he's like, wow, like what a newsworthy story. But this guy's like, oh, well, my wife died last year and, you know, it's these little, you know, funny things that the universe throws at you and, you know, I wanted to share this with the world because I couldn't share it with her. And, and so it's like, you know, that makes him sort of think shit. Like, all these people, like, Ricky Gervais' character's not the only one who's ever lost someone they loved, but he's the only one that he's met is being a complete cunt about him. Um, and they do like that word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought, at
0: least, like, five times in <laughs> an episode. It's hilarious.
1: I d- I'll tell you what I do like about it. Um, I like the fact that... Well, it's a bit of a tricky one to say I like the the fact of that. But when he's like talking about how he's quite suicidal, and then he's like, I was going to kill myself today, but I had to feed the dog. I was kind of yeah. like, OK, so you, what you're suggesting is that everyday life gets in the way of you... And so it shows that he is thoughtful in a way, because obviously he's yeah. thinking about the dog, and his wife loved the dog. That's the thing. It's like I think he—he like, he
0: quite clearly he's just finding excuses to remain alive, isn't
1: he? Yeah. Which you know
0: makes me think that he doesn't really want
1: to. Yeah. He, um,
0: like end his life. He just
1: doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there are like. Because I've been, I've been, tragic. I've been waiting for this series, because. I heard about it on a uh, a YouTube video, True Geordie podcast, and um, and they talked in quite depth about it. And I was like, okay, this sounds quite interesting. But I do feel like I'm not as engaged as I was hoping I'd be. One because I feel like I've got to be in the right mindset to watch it, and two, mindset. God, that sounds like really bad considering what the thing's about. No, I mean like, got to be ready for sadness, kind of thing. Not the suicidal part. Yeah, Um, it's it's not a massively uplifting no. so far. And then I think that just the, the 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 massive use of swearing and just abuse to people just really just put me off here I get I get it, but I just I, it doesn't engage me enough. Yeah. I mean it is it's tough like the first few minutes of the first episode when he's just like just being horrible to everybody and like I don't And his mate as well who the, the mate he's like essentially bullying. is horrible. Like, I was saying he's, like, fat and stuff and, like, pulling up this fat bit of his neck and making comments to him. And the guy's just like, yeah, I'm doing it because he's my mate and he's upset kind of thing. It's just, like, yeah.
0: brutal. I do hope that by the end of the series, like, it's sort of a, a kind of acknowledgement of that and being like, you know, what I've done is wrong. Um, because if it is just an excuse for him to be horrible to people, then it's... Uh,
3: you know, not justified.
2: No. Is this like a limited series thing? It
1: says um, season one. I think
2: so. It doesn't really there's, sound... There's only six episodes and they're only half an hour long. It doesn't really sound like the sort of programme where you could kind of do like more than one season.
0: No. No, I don't think so. But a lot of his stuff is, is
1: sort of One or two seasons on the Like yeah. The Office was two series of six episodes. Extras was the same. Like Derek, you know, he's done a lot of stuff that he knows when to end it. Mm. Yeah. He does to be fair not even his podcast which was really good well people really loved it he only did that three seasons yeah uh, you know don't want
2: to drag out something um, Obi what have you been watching something Lit- a bit more light hearted maybe literally nothing mate for the past couple of weeks mate all I've watched Captain Marvel <laughs> okay Oh, actually, I do want to talk to I'm you I've broken
1: 9-9, that's it. Wow, shellfish, Glenn. Jesus, I give you a whole list and you go, I want to talk about this. <laughs> Did we th- talk about Green Book last week,
2: Obi? Um, Yeah, I think we... Mm, no, we didn't, actually. I think you'd watched it after we talked about it. And then we talked okay. about it, and then we texted about it. I think. Yeah. Well, we can... I, I won't, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll let you get a chance to run for your list, Chris. But, um, yeah, so I saw Green Book and I... Was not
2: like I didn't go into it with massive expectations, yeah. Because again, I think the trailer really yeah. does not the do trailer's some justice, r- yeah. The trailer's rubbish because,
0: like, you know, I thought you know, you see, oh, directed by Peter Forelli who's done like Dumb and Dumber, and, that, and you're like, okay, great. Mm. Um, and then the one sort of funny thing that they put in the trailer is where Tony Lip is going, oh, you know, like taking the mick out of oh, you don't like the grease or something, and I'm like. That's not funny. That's just lame. Yeah. So I sort of thought the comedy would all be like that, um, but honestly, it's one of my favourite films so far this year because there's a lot more heart to it than I thought. Mm.
1: Um, you know, the, the relationship between Tony Lip and Don Shirley was, yeah, their friendship was, you know, quite developed, and the way they sort of helped each other out was was really well played. They both had really good performances when. And John Shirley saying I'm not black enough I'm not white enough what am I like yeah. powerful stuff did you talk um, to me about this film? yeah yeah I thought you did okay it sounds similar to what you were
2: saying to me really yeah no I really okay. liked it and it was funny Do we, have we talked about the Oscars? <laughs> I thought you two had no we didn't we really. haven't you know I mean <laughs> I don't really care but uh, <laughs> it, uh, it's funny because obviously I liked the film I feel like the general film goer um, would really like it but a lot of people are really, really unhappy that it won uh, best picture at the Oscars. Well, we spoke about this by text, didn't we? Yeah. It's, it's certainly the most palatable film. Yeah. For
0: for the majority of Oscar voters, mm. which are probably still white men. Yeah. So this this does have a white saviour sort of um, theme to it, where you've got like you know, it's from Tony's point of view where he is protecting a black man in the deep South, where he is introducing a black man to these quote unquote black things such as soul music and fried chicken. And, you know, there is an element of that, which I think is rightly thrown at it as criticism. Um, because I actually would much rather have seen this film from Don Shirley's point of view, considering he's the one who's having to go out of his comfort zone to go to the Deep South to play music. Mm. Um, so there is that. And also the fact that, you know, you've got, like, The Star is Born, is about, like, suicide, and, you know, you've got, like, a favourite's just odd. Black Panther's a superhero film. So I think the way the Oscar voting works is... They rank each one and the one you know, they do the a point system. So if you put number one you'll get a hundred points, number two, like whatever, eighty points. And then the film with the overall most points will become victorious. Yeah. So I feel like Green Book would be a lot of people's second or third choice. Yeah. Whereas there might be, you know, someone might have loved Black Panther but hated Star is Born or hated just the favourite but loved Bohemian Rhapsody and, and that might have, you know, really Done those films to detriment. Mm-hmm. But do you want to
2: touch on the Oscars? I mean, uh, not particularly. I don't think there's anything really uh, shocking. I guess that we what, really. Freddie um, Rami Malek winning Best Actor. I I could see. I to extent, I'm not surprised by that at all. I thought I generally thought he was really good, and yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he won that. Um, I thought that. Regina King winning Best Supporting Actress was a bit out of the blue, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know why she got that, but hey, you know, support uh, Black Woman, I guess, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, apart from that, I don't know, what else? Uh, oh, um, Spike Lee finally won Oscar for uh, Black Handsman. uh Best, was it Best Adapted Script or something like that? Yeah, although he was not happy that Green Book won Best Yeah, Picture. he was really pissed off. And I'm like, the thing is, I'm, to be honest, I'm going to keep it like, you know, try and keep it 100, but like, I didn't really think Black Panther was that good to be honest so I'm like you can't really this when your film was like not great at all and then <laughs> that the other film won do you know what I mean like well, yeah. yeah is that okay the
1: case hmm? you right with that being
2: on? I guess yeah. <laughs> but yeah like um, apart from that it's not really not really anything else that uh, that was really uh, shocking I guess yeah, or,
0: yeah. I like that. I think it's real, pretty standard so Chris talk us through some of the stuff you've been watching recently.
1: Uh. Oh, da, 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 da. I watched that uh, Fire Festival documentary. Have, have you reviewed yeah, it? Yeah. Mm. Oh mate, it's an absolute shambles, absolute shambles. So it's like it's basically from the point of view, oh, it's from loads of people's point of view. So like all the like people who were building the festival basically. It's but from everyone's point of view, but um Who's the main singer who was uh, doing it? I've forgotten his name. <laughs> Jorul, yeah, Jorul and the other bloke again. His name goes away from me. Who basically created it? They—it's not their point of view at all. From it's all the other people, and it's so bizarre. Like it was—it sounded like such a good idea to begin with that they were just going to make this festival on an island that was owned by Pablo Escobar, and people were going to pay ten grand per ticket, and it was going to be this luxury thing. And it's just how that, how bizarre. Like they thought they're gonna. It was only gonna take a year to do, and with all these steps that were missing, they carried on and carried on and carried on. And all these staff members didn't want to give up on it because they were so invested in it that they thought, oh yeah, it's gonna work, it's gonna work, it's gonna work. And the people were there till like the very day it started. Yeah. And then the day it started. Very <laughs> yeah. There were no tents. They had like um, these like. Weird dome things, but they they used for like um, like shelters almost. And instead of getting beds, people got block beds. Uh, like people's food was shit. Like it was like uh, it was a cheese sandwich with like bread, a slab of cheese, bread. Yeah. Like people paid ten grand for this stuff, and uh, yeah, it was just absolute shambles. And the bloke, I think the bloke's in prison now. The not Daryl, but the other guy who basically. Ja all. yeah, yeah. Um, he, the other blokes in prison. Because even on while he was on trial, he was trying to make another business on the side, and it was like another scam business. Mm. It was like they were emailing all the people that they had basically f- fucked over in the uh, the festival mm. with all these like um, deals and stuff, which weren't real. And I was just like, mate, you're just digging yourself a deeper and deeper hole. But because he had, did such- get like five years in prison? Yeah. Um the thing is though, he had this business to begin with, and that's why investors were so willing to give him money towards it and he just kept asking investors, he was like, Yeah, I need another four million mm. and they were like, Yeah, we trust you, we'll give it to you. And I'm just like, What did you do with that? I'll tell you what though, the media team smashed it. Like there's loads of like people grilling like the models for it and stuff. But like i I'm of the opinion like you can't blame really the models because they got paid to, to model like this island. And they were told, I would assume they would be told, it's not ready yet, that's why you see nothing here, hmm. but we're just going to do the promos here. And the promo's really good, and all these models posted the pictures there, party, pictured the party life. Because they, they were having a party time when the models were there. Hmm. Like, they were all having a good time and stuff. And then they all posted this orange logo, and especially when they they paid Kylie, uh, they paid played um, Kendall Jenner, like... 250K. In, 250k to do it, and like... Hmm. And then it just got this mass following. And I just think... I just I, I personally say... I know the models should have done, maybe done a bit more looking into it. But I just feel like... If at, if at the beginning of January 2019... They were doing the other t- the promos for it... They're maybe six months down the line they could have said something. But I don't think they would be invest- interested in it anymore. They're not going. So mm-hmm. why do they care? Or Actually, they might have gone, actually. I don't know. It just Huh? The Instagram models? Yeah. Yeah, they were all good,
0: promised free tickets and accommodation and stuff.
1: Yeah, but I, I just like... um Yeah, it's just a fat mess, really. <laughs> and I feel like, off the back of it, I feel like they will create a festival eventually. But I think if they're going to, they've got to give it, like, three years. Because mm. they need to deconstruct that island. They need to build, like, proper housing, hotels, restaurants, stages... Like the night before, night before it, um, the festival started, there was a like mass rainfall and stuff. Oh, sorry, just seeing Jack Grinch get punched in the face. Um, so yeah, it was it was it's really like it's an interesting documentary. It's quite an easy watch. You just you just find it so bizarre some of it. Like um, there was a point where they needed to get water from the border, and the main guy basically told. This other bloke, like you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to suck, suck him off to go and get the water, and then the guy was like, the guy basically prepped himself to suck this guy off, <laughs> and he got there, and the guy was like, oh no, you can have the water, just when you get the revenue in, we're just. It <laughs> no all go- makes no sense. Yeah, sorry, I'm sick.
2: <laughs> yeah, here <hang> go. <laughs> Is that the guy? How do you know that the guy with, who
1: was delivering the water wanted his gay socks? That's it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You've taken a massive leap of faith there. I feel like they, I feel like they were just messing with him oh, and he, he so took funny. it, like, well far. Um, but, yeah, they were basically just, like, <laughs> chaos. But admit that on camera though, um, yeah. But it was just, yeah, it was a shambles. It was an interesting documentary. Because I'm trying to watch more documentaries on Netflix and stuff, but, like, some have of them have seen abducted in plain sight. Oh mate, it's so it's so deep, man. I'm just like I can't this is too much for me, man. I just find it so bizarre. Have you watched it? Yeah. It's, it's really fascinating, it but in like a horrendous way. Like Obi and I were talking about it, I think. Have you watched um, it? No. Where like these yeah. people just let this paedophile sleep in their child's bed and this way this guy has like Seduced literally them literally all. Twisted them. Yeah. Like, m- mentally kind of um
0: manipulated them into allowing this and it's just it's
1: bizarre yeah it's it's an odd circumstance um yeah you might enjoy which I've also spoken to Obi about um you must have been away that week was um it's called Behind the Curve it's a documentary on Netflix about flat earthers oh no thank you (laughs) no no why no because I don't give a shit about what flat earthers have got to say it's funny man the
0: belief system is funny I mean. Well to be fair I'm looking out of a window And
1: Can't see any curves So Mm-mm. Looks pretty flat to me fair um, enough. Cool. What else have you been watching Chris? Uh, well it's more of the case of What haven't I been watching by the looks of it um, Well, well I watched all the rush hours And all the hangovers And all the scooby doos That's how my week's been mate I've been... How have they been Once you've revisited them? Um, hangovers um, They just highlighted how good the first one was Compared to the others really. Um, really it was Yeah the first one was Spot on Like it was so good um, Then two was alright And then three was just unnecessary It's kind of like we're talking about um, I was re- listening to a podcast And we were talking about the uh, Inbetweeners movies I think one and two Was plenty You didn't need another one after that um, I think Hangover What? There was a third in between this film? No, no, no. But we discussed oh. in that podcast That's <laughs> good. No, we we're discussing that podcast how two was enough. Oh, okay. and I think in this case for Hangover, that one was enough. Two would have been okay. Three was too many. Mm. Like, but yeah, and then yeah, I just uh yeah, it's, it's hilarious. But um, Rush Hour one, two, and three. Love all those films. I could watch them all day, all day. Chris Tucker is hilarious man that guy is so funny um i can't i think i prefer the first one i think it does go in order of the films like i think it's one two and three like that's how i like them mm. um but yeah I mate i wish they made a rush hour four when they had the time because that's that's the kind of film you can keep making i think because it's just another crime these two cars get together they doss it i'm watching some of the bloopers of it actually as well and um like Jackie Chan has to flip this table with his legs smashed through the table he has to flip it over him and in one of the outtakes he just whacks it into his own neck and everyone's like oh my god, oh my god you're alright, you're alright because obviously he does all his stunts doesn't he which is madness but, um, and he's quite old actually so you'd think he'd um, probably given up by now and at, that, it, at that time though how Yeah old? I don't, know. Yeah, he was, I don't well,
2: know what year I don't know what year was watch, come on.
1: Yeah, he was, mm, probably 50, 60 I'd, I'd probably say What, then? Probably How old is he now? Is he not 70 wouldn't Russia come out early 2000s don't know yeah it was like late 90s early 90s oh was it oh okay then it would have been yeah like 40s No. 40-ish. yeah yeah. Um, yeah and then don't know why but I decided to rewatch Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2 <laughs> uh, I actually thought Scooby-Doo was fine uh, I remember when I was younger I'm not sure I liked that Scrappy-Doo was the, was the villain of the story again I'm not sure I still like that Scrappy-Doo was the villain of the story but as the story goes, it was fine. Number two was a bit shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like that was just again another thing where you just don't need another one, but mm. they did. Mm. Um, yeah, i be honest. Do, I've w- do you think that Scooby Doo is the sort of thing that is probably due a reboot? Or... Um, no. I'll tell you what they did. I I I really like the casting they did for it. I think I think they did that near spot on the casting for that film. I think the guy who's Shaggy looks like Shaggy, he also voices the cartoon Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, really? does until recently he's now been booted off of it. Um, the one who plays uh, Velma, she's fit, <laughs> mate. Honestly, I see, she's in um, Bloodline, and uh, she's well good in that, and she's in Avengers actually. She's um, Hawkeye's wife. Oh, oh really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um that's a Yeah. But yeah, it's it's been a film film smash really because I also watched um Ke- uh, Keanu and Split as well. This time. Have you had the week off. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. That's it. But like Split obviously I I watched it because you because you mentioned about um, the glass thing that I predicted. Yeah. Um which will lead us on to Mystic Chris, obviously, because I'm amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I watched it and I was like, because I'd I'd listened to our podcast about it as well. Like mm. this, this really like reminding me about stuff and like how you were like, what happened to the dad? And it's like I rewatched it and I was like, literally nothing is spoke about the dad. Mm. The dad is just there and gone. And then you, Glenn, speak about how why didn't the girl tell the policeman about uh, like the the uncle being, well, I guess molesting her, isn't he? And you know, I feel like the ending is implying that there's something wrong because there's such a silence between them that yeah. That that, sh- that she would say something. But then I haven't watched Glass, so I don't know how Glass... Are you could... still haven't seen Glass yet? No, still haven't seen it. Oh, but, okay. I, yeah, so, I mean, so I don't know how Glass proceeds with that. Is she in the, the care system? Is she still with the uncle? I don't know. <laughs> That's not really... Uh elaborated on I don't think okay so yeah just holes in the plot really she's not with
2: the uncle anymore she's not no the uncle's in prison <laughs> and she's in, a foster, she's in a foster home
1: oh so no. oh really do we
2: see that well you see her in a it, She. they say they. the principal talks about her, uh, her Um. they do talk about I'm sure well John might be making it up they, but I'm pretty sure they do talk about her uncle going away or whatever and, and then you see her in a home with some random people so I'm assuming she's in a, like, a foster home so, oh okay fair yeah. enough that's my assumption though they might not have actually clarified that
1: so
0: so what's Keanu then Chris is it about Keanu Reeves
1: mm, well I feel like it's a play off of John Wick kind of thing because um, it's oh what are their names Key and Peel Key, huh, Key and Peel Key, Key and Peel Key and Peel sorry yeah they're I'll oh, make them to absolutely absolute hilarious man. I love their little I love their little shows they like I see on like YouTube sometimes mm. and stuff. But um it's just they like, start it starts off one of them's like had a relationship breakdown and he's like really down in the dumps and stuff and then um and then he finds this He finds this cat and the uh and the cat basically like inspires him to be happy again, and he starts like work, d- doing work again. Like he makes a poster with the cat, and like all these little scenes with the cat. It looks it's quite funny. Um, but in another scene, you see that this cat has escaped. Like these two guys who are played by the both of them again, but they're assassins. Uh, are like coming to hunt to find the cat, and I don't think it's really ever explained why they want the cat. I think they just want the cat. Everyone mm-hmm. seems to want this cat. And then the other bloke um i't i don't know who's who actually, to be fair to say um he, he his wife's going away with the next door neighbor and some their kids and stuff uh just to have a vacation and stuff and while well, he looks after his mate kind of thing yeah. and um basically the cat gets stolen and needs to go to get the cat back, and then uh they find that a gangster's got the cat uh And they then try and pretend to be gangsters. Like to integrate themselves with these people. And they're quite funny about it. And then the gangster's like, well, okay, if you do this job for me, I will give you 10K and I'll give you the cat kind of thing. And they big themselves up to be these mad, sick people in the gangster business. Uh, Even at one point, one of them doing a flip, which was quite funny. Like he just out of nowhere just does a flip. Because they hear a story... Because basically... The two actual gangsters in the film who are looking for the cat uh, have a, are actually crazy assassins. So these gangsters think that they're the two assassins, and in which case they're not. And so basically it's this long old story of like, oh, they can't really kill people. They're not really a, like, gangsters and like back and forth. like, And then they do some shit and then one of them like, starts falling for this woman and the other one's like, getting worried that his wife's going to be cheating on him while she's while he's away kind of thing and mm. then um it's just some mad fight scenes which are quite funny and then yeah it just it concludes where they get the cat back basically yeah. and it's it's, a quite, it's quite a funny film um it's not as funny as some of the other stuff they've done um but it's i quite i think it's quite funny and i'd say it's it's quite an easy background watch if you ever wanted to watch it um but yeah Obi, you said you turned it off after, like, five minutes. Why was that? I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I got five
2: minutes in and, like, the... Obviously, I like Keen Pill but, yeah, I don't know if they, if they can do a feature of a feature film together. I think their, their thing works more with just, like, a few-minute sketches rather, okay. rather than an actual film. I got to, like, yeah, five five, ten, maybe ten minutes in, and I was like, yeah, I can't be asked, So, yeah, I just turned it off. Chris, is it mostly, like, just
1: sketches strung together, or is there, like, a... Nah. Okay no it's it's a story there's a lot of they're, they're making fun of it though a lot of the time I think that's my perception of it okay but I mean, um, yeah it's a decent watch I think doesn't sound massively appealing
2: yeah. to no me. I'm going um, sorry I'm gonna
1: go are you gonna go yeah Yeah. Well, okay. let's wrap it up here then shall we oh okay uh, let's cr- no 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 you wrap it up you wrap it up okay yeah? Yeah, we did a big old Captain Marvel thing That that's what the aim of this was, so... <laughs> yeah. Alright, awesome. Is there anything else that we're hoping to see in the next week? Not really. Uh, I might see that um, wrestling film. Oh, I think it looks shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's proper bad. Excuse me, <laughs> <But> guys. <laughs> we're, we're the average critics yeah, we're true. meant to see films. Yeah, let me know if it's good but I'll be it for rubbish. True. I might, I might try and finish Umbrella Academy Yeah, the hurry up, mate. Afterlife Come on. and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and then... Yeah. Awesome. some stuff to catch up on. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening to episode 76. You can get involved in our conversation on Twitter at YSC Podcast17. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm Drew Fitch Critics. Peace. Safe. Peace.